The morning six, it's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. Brett Vesley. Toledo just handed me the receipt for later oh. for the game we're going to get. The Doug Hopkins game. Already ready to go for uh, another chance for you to get $5,000 from TV's Doug Hopkins. I talked to Doug yesterday. And... Uh, He's ready to hand that check out. He's going to he's gonna be the one who actually does it. So TV's Doug Hopkins will be the one handing you the money right there at U-Fest. I don't know if that's a draw or not. Putting him to work. Yeah, I'm going to make Doug show up <laughs> at the thing. Go see some uh, Coheed. Have Doug drop five grand off. Doug came to the uh, the night of the Singing Dead last year. There's video floating around out there of uh, TV's Doug Hopkins losing his absolute mind when uh, we did Bodies. And I mean just losing it. It was fantastic. So Doug can play the game of rock and roll. He'll get out there, hand that check out, and then uh, get some oil in him, and then maybe he's going to try to you know, make a wager to get that check back from that guy. He'll do a two-for-one on that. He'll, he'll end up throwing a bet. But that's awesome. So uh, we got that ready to go, everything else. And just riding high. What a night last night. Hey, you know, the Suns had two losses in a row. To try to get the all-time uh, uh, Suns record, you know, to be the nobody. Al McCoy's never uh, broadcast a game for the Suns and said that's their 63rd uh, win of the year until last night. They did it at home against the dreaded Lakers and a uh, street clothes LeBron James and his sunglasses. Because you know you got to wear those sunglasses inside. It's all oh, yeah, all about image. It's his image that's the most important, not the game. And I know his ankles hurt and his team was only. Like one game out of the play-in situation, but LeBron didn't take a a needle or go to. I got to hand it to Street Close Davis though. Anthony Davis can barely walk, and he went out and said, "Hey, we're too close not to push." And uh, he he literally has trouble walking right now, and he went out and pushed. Uh, Russell Westbrook, who's had a terrible season and uh, just been uh, berated and acted a fool, and he says behavior's been bad. I got to hand it to him too because he's faced every critic and stood out there and uh, threw it all. Uh, played the game and tried to push the Lakers. Nah, LeBron, my, my foot hurts a little bit. And his quitter reputation, add another uh, you know, marble to the jar of he quits when his team can't do it. And it was great watching the Suns win their 63rd game for the first time ever franchise history. They get the greatest Suns record ever. And they knocked the Lakers out of the playoffs doing it. it was, it's just cool. It just, it just feels good. See what Al got after the game? No, what did he get? Devin Booker up. Uh... Signed his jersey and gave it to Al. Oh, yeah. Devin's been taking his shirt off after every game and handing that thing out to somebody, which is great. Yeah, Al, Al getting that is pretty amazing. 63 wins, and, and Devin was thrilled. Like, Devin came off because the Suns would just whip their ass. It was an 11-point win in the end, which the only thing that was up, upsetting was a 12-and-a-half-point spread. So FanDuel people were upset that the Lakers got the last six, seven points. Who scored the first bucket? Oh, it was uh, DeAndre Ayton. I had I, I put 500 on uh, Jay Crowder. To, I, I, I took my... I won $600 betting that Aussie Rules football last week. It's just complete good. I'm undefeated in Aussie Rules football bets, so I had free money. And I'm like, I'll just take this Aussie bet and see if it... And if he did it, it would have been 4200 bucks. But So I text Kevin Ray, and I'm like, hey, you're down at the thing uh, talking to the Suns. Uh, have Monty draw up a play for Jay Crowder to start this thing and show him this. Tell him I got cancer or something and that I need him to hit a homer for me if, if he doesn't mind. <laughs> and... Uh, and Kevin Ray said, I got money, says DA hits the first shot. He can't put money on the game, obviously. Or maybe he can't. I don't know. I assumed he couldn't. He's an employee. Uh, and he said, I got I got money, says DA hits the first basket. And I'm like, ah. I said, you know something I don't? And he goes, no, I just think they're going to try to get him involved early. Sure is. DeAndre Ayton gets a ball right off, right down underneath, puts it in. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so K-Ray had it, but I lost that bet. It would have been great had Crowder hit that. But I was, it didn't matter. I was floating last night. 
just watching all that. The best thing is, prior to the game, the Lakers, for some reason, even still in the playoff hunt with one game to go, are giving interviews like, you know, what would have happened if we were healthy? You have no idea how good this team could have been if we were healthy. Well, the statistic actually says that uh, their wins above replacement stat, that that's so big in sports right now, that they're the fourth behind the Suns and Clippers and I think the Pelicans, a team that was fourth uh, most injured and affected. But they're like, no, if we'd have been healthy, we'd have never lost a game. They think that they're so much better than they are. But they were under 500 when LeBron and Street Clothes Davis played, which is even better. Oh, it's so fun to watch them suffer. So fun to watch. Just the, so impressive that LeBron's oh, there with the team. You know, isn't it? Oh, he didn't have great. to be there. He could have been at home. But sure, sure, such a team sure. player. LeBron is a team guy. What he is is a team guy. To let him know, hey guys, I quit tonight. I'm going to sit by you at the end of the bench. I'm not going to talk to some of the younger guys. I'm just going to sit at the end of the bench. I only really chat with Anthony Davis. And uh, this team that he assembled isn't going to make the playoffs. And that, to me, is the cherry on top of the douche pie that is LeBron James. <laughs> I saw a picture of him oh. like on the news this morning, and he he looked like he was dressed to go to the club. Yeah, he was. I mean, he had he shades wanted on yeah. and his gold chains yeah. and everything, and, and his shirt. Again, if you ask LeBron, there's been nobody better that's ever walked the earth. A shirt that said uh, it was like Lake Show. It said like it was a Late Show shirt, and it had pictures of all the great Lakers like drawing cartoonish drawings. Like it's a '90s looking shirt, and it had you know Chamberlain and Magic and and him. Of course, he's on it because why wouldn't he be one of the greatest Lakers of all time after his three years there winning a bubble championship that barely counts and then dismantling the franchise with his own hands right down to the 12 seed oh you lebron james (laughs) i love it i love hating that guy i will like hating him after he's gone that ankle must have been really bad had to be terrible it'd be tough for him to miss that last oh yeah well yeah but you know he doesn't he i think he's loving the excuse of we've been injured we couldn't possibly play but stats are stats. You had, And what he will do is come back for the last couple games because he needs two more games to secure the fact that he will be the scoring leader this year. Because that's all he is. He's a, no, nobody's afraid of LeBron James. Coaches are like, let him get his points. Who I cares? I thought he was hurt. Well, he's, he's too hurt to play oh, when it matters. Now okay. it's going to matter for him. Oh, okay. And that's all that's ever mattered is him to him. Look, your shoes don't move. Nobody buys LeBron's. Nobody. Still buying Jordan's. Nobody wants your shoes. Space Jam 2. Was hilariously bad and just panned beyond belief. Got some awards. In fact, it's known it's known as the movie that killed the movie theater, which I love. It's the last thing that happened before everybody said, "I don't need to go to the movie theater anymore." And movie theaters after Space Jam Two, that was the last one. That's the jump to the shark for movie theaters. I love that LeBron has has ruined many many good things. And then he does a commercial where he talks to himself as a young LeBron saying, you know how great you're going to be? We're going to the league. <laughs> like, yeah, LeBron, enough of you on, on you. If he could clone himself, and do, which he's done, because Brony's going to come up in a couple of years, and they're going to play together in New Jersey or something. Who cares? Oh, it was nice. Have a father-son? Great. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. The Suns knocked the Lakers out of the playoffs and at the same time have the best record. The only thing that does bother me is that there is still that little brother syndrome. The Suns were happy to beat the Lakers to do it. And this is when the Lakers are garbage. You know, they still have the four of the 75 best players in the league. According after the, to the years NBA. of beating? Just after the years of the Lakers being the dominant team in the West and always kicking the Suns around. Now the Suns have won seven out of their last eight regular season games. 
Uh, they eliminated them from the playoffs last year and had to listen to them say, you know, stupid stuff like, if we were healthy, we'd have won. It's like, it doesn't matter. Put, put the team on the floor that you've got. Yeah, you weren't healthy. You weren't healthy. It happens to everybody. Uh, every team goes in dinged up. And if you're lucky enough to not be dinged up, you're probably going to knock teams out. It's you, you weren't healthy. And you're never healthy. So you had to plan for that, too, and you didn't. No bench. Uh, but there is that that thing of, like, be be the uh, be the big brother. Stomp the Lakers out of the playoffs and don't care. You're giving them too much credence. Like ESPN always puts up, Lakers lose. Is this the end of the dynasty? It's like, stop talking about the Lakers. They're the worst team in the West. They're terrible. They're almost... They're, four, they're three slots ahead of the, the Rockets, and the Rockets have 20 wins. They're, they're, they're an awful basketball team, which is fun to say, and everybody loves hating the Lakers, but love yourself, don't hate the Lakers is what my advice would be to the Suns. Let us fans hate the Lakers for you because we'll do a great job. Screw, the, screw them. Just get the championship. Uh, yeah, now it's on them to not screw this up. Now it's on the Suns with the gap that they've built and everything else to not mess this up in the playoffs. So it starts in a couple couple of weeks. I can't wait. For one, I cannot wait for this uh, this championship run to start. Now, they can get bounced. I look at that Memphis team, and it scares me to death. The, the rest of it, they should, be able to, they should be able to take care of their business all the way through the West until they get to that Memphis team. They're scary. That's a scary squad. They're the sons of last year. They're a year ahead of schedule. They've got players that are, you know, John Morant is just... He's eye candy, pleasurable to watch. He's got that Magic Johnson smile, and the stuff he does is Michael Jordan-ish. And you know what he doesn't do? Go on TV and say, you know who the greatest player is? Me. Let me tell you a little more about me. Oh, nope, that's a LeBron move. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for LeBron's excuses. Sunglasses in a basketball arena bother me. I don't know why, but they do. Like, There's I was, plenty of them. I looked at uh, Anthony Davis and, uh, and uh, LeBron two games ago. Uh, we're playing Denver on TV. I think it was Sunday, and they were both injured, of course, because they're uh, they they're, they barely ever play. And they both had their sunglasses on. And Anthony Davis had his hood up. He's wearing his hood indoors. Well, you never know. I mean, well, the roof I could leak. Well, that's right. I mean, the roof you know, could leak, geez. or a breeze could go by, and I'm just like, "Are you guys? Do you guys need to be so? It just looks like you want to. They're hiding. It, it, it sort of looks like you're either hiding or you're ready to go. You feel like you're hiding." Yeah. It's when uh, it, when you when you leave somebody's house and you're holding your keys or you reach and you grab your keys and you put your sunglasses on and you stand and have that last conversation. You're in I'm leaving your place mode. You don't wear sunglasses there inside with your hood up and, you know, keys in your hand if you plan on sticking around. It just looks like we don't have time for this. We got somewhere to be. Relax. Take your sunglasses off. Enjoy the afternoon. Courtside, there's Douche. at least in the, in the fandom, there's at least five pairs. Yeah. There's a couple of douchebags. And they're the douchebags. Everybody looks around and goes, look at this douche in his sunglasses at the game. The DJ Khalid's up, yeah, front, up exactly. front there. Yeah, little fat cool guys yeah. is what I call them. They're the dudes who somehow or another flanagle the front row ticket through there. I'm a record producer. No, you're not. You, you live in Chandler. Stop it. Take your sunglasses off and enjoy the game with your regular eyes. I need my sunglasses for image. Okay. You're, a, you're an influencer for what? People do... Be 40 or 50 pounds overweight and wear pants that are too big? I don't know what you're doing. But, uh, yeah, to, to watch them do that, it's just fun to hate them. It's it's more fun to hate them. And I don't want anything bad to happen to LeBron. I just want whatever happens to be slow and painful. I don't really want it to be, like, immediate. You know, I'm, I, I'm not one of those guys that roots for 
I like, oh, I hope he gets get run over by a bus or something. No, no, no. I hope LeBron uh, gets a disease they have to name after him, and it takes years to, like, figure out. The Bron Bron? The Bronny. I, I hope the Bron Bron is a thing. Uh, I've contracted the Bron Bron. Like, people felt bad when Magic came out with his thing. Like, much as you hated Magic as a Laker, everybody's like, he's he's pretty great. You know? He would still be proud of that. Lou, they named that disease yeah, they, after yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and now I have a new disease. I've made the, I, want the, I want the disease to be called the decision <laughs> because it's, it's either going to be, uh, you know, all the medicine in the world or you let it get you. You have to make a decision to live your life like this or like this. I'm going to take my talents to the hospital, try to get this thing fixed. And I hope he's the only one who gets it and they cure it before anyone else catches it. But Bronny has to be the one that, that eats up all the... It just slowly eats your red blood cells, just real slow. It'll be great. That's what I root for for LeBron. I, and I, it's, he's just so much fun to hate and just ridiculous. And I hope it happens. I hope he catches it in China. That's the other thing. I hope he goes to China for one of his business dealings in Hong Kong. Where he's all about human rights, and that's where LeBron lost everybody. That's where he's not, you know, Michael Jordan or never will be. Yeah. Human rights this, and I and want... And had the opportunity to really make yeah, a, yeah, he a, wants, a legacy in the game. Of course. He wants equality for all. He wants this and that. But as far as it goes, when it comes to my business dealings with China, all those human rights go out the window, and all the stuff I talk about with everybody being equal goes out. I'm going to give money to China, and I'm going to help them. Oh, LeBron's fun to hate. I hope he's still here. Hope somebody accidentally put KUPD on his on his uh, ra- radio this morning, and he's like, "Oh man, I just hope it hurts. I hope I hope I hope the brawny decision disease hurts. I hope it requires all like lifetime of sunglasses. You can't <laughs> ever take them off, or your eyes will burn out. Uh, anything to make him go away forever. Come on down, down. if oh. you're up this morning. Yeah, come on down, Bron Bron. <laughs> I, I just yeah, you're, and I'm speaking for hundreds of thousands of people, so I'm not really worried if Bron Bron wants to come down and beat me up. Because then thousands and thousands of Phoenicians would beat him up back. He's he's more hated than anyone. Oh, it's so nice to hate LeBron. And the sun's beating him and knocking him out. Just flying on sunshine, Brady. It feels great. And the best thing is uh, the sun's getting their 63rd win and taking that record right there at home. The last two games they've lost have been like, ooh, something. They look off. They're you know, in quicksand. Uh, and then last night's like, yeah, we'll do it at home. And they just buried the Lakers. Oh, and the Laker fans out there, I'm sorry you guys have been so wrong for so long. It's got to be hard to hitch your wagon on the LeBron train and watch them, watch that guy, you know, dismantle and bury the most uh, storied franchise in the NBA all by himself, getting people fired. General managers don't know what to do. LeBron's picking players. I'm taking over. Oh, it's great. He took over, and you saw his ability. He's a worse manager and owner than uh, Michael Jordan, who just terrible at it. But he finally kind of stepped away and done all right. It's pretty great. Anyway, it was fun. Last night was all about LeBron hate. I'm still feeling it. I think I would, I would, uh, I hate LeBron more than I hate the WNBA as far as basketball hate goes. Like passionately. I don't hate anybody else in the league. Uh, even Patrick Beverly, who is trying to make people hate him. I don't hate him as much because he's kind of a fun anti-hero. LeBron's just a dick. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be fair. Yeah, it's it. Eh, anyway, it's that Ohio thing. <laughs> Sorry, Brady. It's the Ohio thing. <laughs> that adds to it up for him? you. Oh, no, I, I don't. Look, I don't mind Ohio. Like I said. Uh, whoa, whoa. You, did you really just say I don't mind Ohio. Ohio. As a state, Usually. it's awful. Oh, but okay. I'm saying that, that that would never be like, oh, you're from oh, Ohio. Okay. Like, right. You're a Browns fan automatically. I'm kind of like, eh, something ain't right with you. 
But yeah, no, that's not it. Being super proud of Ohio makes me think something's wrong with you. Like Drew Carey screaming and yelling about how amazing Cleveland is, which was also tongue-in-cheek because he realized the rest of the nation would be like, Drew Carey's hilarious. He's saying Cleveland's nice. It drew more laughs. Yeah, it was funny. But, yeah, brawny. Ah, anyway, there's nothing else really in my world right now. Just pointing at LeBron, hating, and watching the Suns go. But now I'm worried. Big Brother's not even going to be there, and the Suns have nothing at all to, to, uh, to do except screw this up. This is championship or failure season. This is it. Last year was a bit of a surprise. This year is an expectation. They've matched and maybe exceeded expectations for the year already by having 63-plus wins. Uh, they go into the playoffs and don't win a championship. If it's The whole season's worthless. Failure. Failure. My season tickets for the And this year. is the year. they got to make it happen. This is it? Well, yeah. It's, I it mean, just it, makes next... Season that much tougher. It's worked out exactly as planned off of last year. Yeah. You can't ask for a better follow-up to a championship run than what they've done. Now you get the trophy or the whole year was a bust. My season tickets are, uh, you know, reasonable. The price was not bad. My playoff tickets, and I've talked to a couple other people who get it, you get the playoff tickets, they're uh, 30% more than my entire season tickets to get the playoff ticket. Oh, and crazy? they want the money up front. Well, they they get like a, they? You, you, yeah, you ask for a deposit for you potentially sixteen home games. Yeah, and then they say here's what it would cost for all sixteen. Uh, drop a card, and uh, we'll take it out of that as we go. But this is the this it's is like the a retainer, thing. kind of a retainer for a lawyer. Yeah, and uh, the number is staggering. That you say okay, I'll line up for this, and then you just click a box that says as they come in, just hand them over. It is staggering to see the number. For, uh, and they're going to get it? Well, oh, they're getting it, and then some. And um, more importantly, I'll sell tickets and make it back if they get all 16 in. But when you when they flash that number, you're like, wow, 16 playoff games is going to cost 30% more. If there are 16, I don't think there will be. If there are, that would be seven games every season or every series. Uh, it, will, it would uh, cost more than the 41 regular season games. Wow. By... 30%. It's crazy. Isn't that insane? Start looking at sports and how much money they're you know, getting off of fans and then TV revenues involved and all this other stuff. It is a mind-blowing thing. I've never had uh, season tickets to anything that made the playoffs. I used to have Cardinal season tickets back in the 90s. We never worried about the playoff package. It wasn't coming. There were, a, if it was, it wasn't going to be a home game, that's for sure. And it, uh, I've never even thought about it crazy get the season tickets for this year and then they, they hit you with that bill and you're like this is a lot more than the entire season was like yep playoff basketball I'm like this is where it's at then isn't it think of the tv revenue because they go national after the second round crazy uh david wants to know who do you hate more lebron or guy fieri oh man if those two could get into a kitchen fire together i don't know who i'd root for <laughs> if only one could survive i think i have more fun wow I just that's a brutal one give me a second Trying to weigh the future with one gone and one still here. Um, all right. Since I said kitchen fire, can I have it be? Oof. Picture this. You, Guy Man. Fieri, oh. Bron Bron, at a 311 concert together. <laughs> He'd just kill himself at that <laughs> yeah, point. That would be, this, oh, so you? So there is a hell. <laughs> and I have. Uh, I intend to. I, well, first off, I'd regret not going your route, Brady, and just 
being a Jesus lover and trying not to go to hell. Because that's it. LeBron, Guy Fieri, 311, Jimmy Buffett, certain oh, drinks. Comes in, hey, the seat's open. Uh, Blew out my flip-flop. Nothing but politicians. and Wow. Uh, LeBron or Fieri? Wow. I've hated LeBron longer. But I will say at least LeBron has a talent. <laughs> um, man. Guy won the who's uh, a bigger amateur cooking. Yeah, Guy didn't win. TV star cook-off. Much of anything. Years back. Guy won um, I Can Cook Flip-Flops, I think, contest. Jeez, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with I'll, I'll, LeBron is better than Guy Fieri. Wow. That's that's the bronze medalist at the Special Olympics. That's, I think that's, you know, based upon skills stuff. Yeah, you got to go with the guy who actually can do something and isn't uh, <laughs> famous for absolutely no reason at all. And his main skill is to stand next to someone cooking and say it's good. Whew. Yeah, Guy Fieri's the worst. All right. Oh, all right. There you go. And even I think, as much as I hate LeBron, we could bond over the fact that we don't like raisins and mayonnaise on our steak. <laughs> Quite, you know, if you had a mentally challenged person in the kitchen and said, go get them, you'd come back with the exact same thing Guy Fieri would give you, which is like a poorly cooked steak with Jack Daniels poured on it, raisins, some Talk mayonnaise. crushed chips. Yeah, and then like relish. Like, what are you doing? And we take some Doritos, we mash them in our little paws, and ba-da-ba-doo-ba-doo. Mm, I can taste the Cheeto. Really taste the Cheeto Cheeto on top of this delicious filet that I've burned. Every restaurant I have is a failure. All of them have closed. Yep. Guy Fieri is my Okay. That's All the right. one. That's the there key. You go, David. There, the answer to that was harder than I thought. That was an SAT question for me. It was the decision, It man. was my, yeah, I'm going to take my talents to LeBron because at least he's got one. He can play basketball. There's no question about that. I just hate him as a human being. As, a, as an entity of Earth, as a walking, breathing, carbon-based uh, Life form. I hate that. I don't care. He's good at basketball. I, I, there's no taking that away. So in football, would uh, Lamar be the LeBron for you? Who? Lamar Jackson? Yeah. No, I don't hate Lamar as a Who's person. Who's the one? Um, Lamar's just a. He's a. The frust- Ravens he's a as a team yeah. take it over because yeah. that's your rival. But is there one particular person no. in the NFL? LeBron is the like, uh, no. He's the worst. That's Ray ever. Lewis. No, Ray Lewis. No. I, I give it. I tip the cap to Ray Lewis after his career. I hated him because he was great. He disrupted. Mm-hmm. My team's chances of being amazing. And then you're just like, and he's a murderer. Michael Vick was in there, but that was because as a human being, he turned out to be an abhorrent pile of garbage. I liked him as a player and everything. He seemed great. Yeah. But then he did the thing he did, and then so I, I base it off of that. Uh, yeah, nobody nobody in sports history has ever been as uh, f- like a full-used douchebag as LeBron James is. And he's the worst one ever. Don't know how anybody cheers for him outside of just me. And if people email, we just love for charity and everything else. Yeah, in China, he does a ton for other countries and stuff, especially communist regimes, where they pay him really top dollar to praise the Chinese government. It's fantastic. And he goes out of his way to do it. Oh, I hate that. Anyway, nice job, Suns. 63 wins. Focus more on the Suns and less on your my hate, love to hate LeBron. Oh, because I love to hate him. But, you know, if they oh, showed up with some uh, multiple cases of uh, cash and said, hey, will you do uh, some um, 
Chinese tourism commercials for, me? for us? Yeah. Oh, no, the difference is I've never cared about human rights. I've never pretended <laughs> to act like I want human rights or equality or anything else. Come on down to China. I'm not, I'm not a horrible hypocrite that says I wouldn't take China's money. Right. And I, and I want everyone to be equal and I don't like this and slavery that and this and that. I've never cared about any of that stuff. And the check is yeah. uh, to and, LeBron? And they would come to me and say, you want to do this, but you got to go on TV and say, I don't care about human rights at all. I'm taking the money. In a second, that's fine, because I'm not a hypocrite like LeBron, where I go out on these political rants and then turn my back on that entire setup. And like, well, it only counts for uh, the people I care about, these Chinese people that are slaves. Or, yeah, there's always meanwhiles yeah. involved. Yeah. Not Meanwhile. For me. Not for me. Yeah. No. China comes to me and says, here's a boatload of cash. I'm like, well, who do you need me to kill? I'm like, what? I'm, oh, I, I thought this was a, a hit. Yeah, I've never been the one that's, that's shouted out about, all oh, these people, this is that. I'm like, look, if you want to pay me. I'm fine. I'll sway with the wind when it comes to that. That's I'm, all I'm doing. Looking for a way to get hit Easy Street. That's my. That's mine, and everyone else's route out of Dodge. And 99 percent of the people that are making great money in China <laughs> are so, that way. Not, well, I wouldn't say 99 percent. It's hard to. It's hard to turn Pretty a side quiet. eye. To, it's hard to turn a side eye to China. Yeah, absolutely. But do you? As everyone who's like, oh, this, that, we still look at our clothes and say, China, we don't really pay attention. But I'm not a hypocrite that says I won't do it. I'll be the first to say, hey, if they make the shirts, there's nothing I can do about it. It's a problem. If, if it wasn't for that, that Chinese shirts, we wouldn't have any clothes right. to wear at this day. Exactly. Yeah. I got all that stuff. They manufacture yeah. a ton of things. But I've never been one that's gone. I, look, I'm in it for me. I've told you guys that a billion times. I'll help out the people around me and I'll do nice things here and there. But I'm for dogs and myself. And we'll get through this. And, and the more people that think like me, the less problems we'd have. If you took care of your own stuff and you did your own thing, we were responsible for your own items and, and made sure that you were getting it done instead of worrying about everybody else giving you things or the world's... No, just make sure you're doing all right first. That's the first thing they tell you on a plane. If you got a baby, hey, if these air things come down, secure your mask first. It isn't selfish, it's smart. Then you can help the baby. That's how I look at life. Make sure you're doing all right. Then you can help other people. I'll help out. If I'm in need. I'm gonna. Crawl. I'm like a cat. I'll crawl under the bed until my wounds are healed. It's great stuff. Still hate LeBron. But you made me think of Guy Fieri now. We started the whole morning off with hatred. And it's properly placed, so it's, it's almost a good thing. It is a good thing. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, too. Maybe in the honor of the Lakers disappearing. I don't know which one you want to honor more. The Lakers going away or the Suns getting it. Like, you know, having that... Suns haven't done anything yet, though. So the Lakers getting Lakers, bounced. Yeah. Lakers getting bounced is better. A hate song for the Lakers would be nice to start today. Uh, give us a call. Uh, 585-9800. That's the number. Give us that wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98K. Wake up! Wake up! That's for Kara. They didn't say what she thinks they said. It's just a horrible moment on the prices, right? And what time is it? It is uh, 616. Larry hates fat chicks. Kara hates the blacks. And LeBron is still not in the playoffs. <laughs> I love it. Uh, getting a lot of emails supporting my position on LeBron. A lot of people asking questions like, uh, well, as Scott says, uh, you know, LeBron and Guy Fieri, both from Ohio. There is a pattern. That is true. They're Ohio guys. <laughs> there is something wrong with people too proud of Ohio. There's way there's way too much pride in Ohio. It's not a But nice not place. everyone's a prick coming out of Ohio. No, 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 no. That would be crazy. Not every no Brady. Plenty of wonderful people in Ohio. 
But the ones you got to worry about are the ones who talk too much that Ohio is like this great place. I've the been civic there. pride. I've seen Ohio. You guys are trying to convince yourselves. But don't you think no. it's kind of mostly a Buckeye thing? That's the whole state. No, it's Cleveland. It's Cincinnati. It's uh, LeBron is from Akron, for God's sake. No one wants to go there. Home of the Zips. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Brett's favorite college nickname next to maybe Just the Lady Just picked Cox. up another fan earlier this year, Brett. Yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's not good. Uh, Dave says, uh, F, Mary kill. Guy Fieri, LeBron, or Lamar Jackson? Well, I'd marry Lamar. Lamar doesn't bother. We could talk football. Lamar bothers me on the field because you. I think he's overrated. I think he's... Uh, I, I, he bothers me because he's a raven. Would I take uh, Lamar Jackson on the Steelers? In a heartbeat. When they started to whisper LeBron would be a son, I was like, no, don't, no. I don't want that guy on a team I support. I, that's Like, Lamar Jackson becomes a Steeler tomorrow. I'm all of a sudden a big fan of Lamar. I'm thinking his passing is probably a little better. I do think he's we overrated. We can work with him. I do think he's overrated. We can win with him. we got to work around his problems of being a, a bad pocket quarterback. But Lamar, I would marry. Then you get into the LeBron and Guy Fieri thing. Man, oh, Shevitz, that is tough. Who do I uh, kill and who do I just uh, bang? Go to town on. Yeah. I think I would probably kill LeBron and f*** Guy because Guy is probably pretty good at it with all the experience he's had with homosexual <laughs> sex and that he uh, he would push back. I think I'd probably like that. Scott Haynes says, uh, here's an idea. A movie with uh, Guy Fieri and LeBron James. Guy and LeBron and Space Raisin Garlic Jam 3. I think that's great. Put a little garlic in it, some raisins, crushed Cheerios. That is my lasagna. Put it on a flip-flop, yum town. Douche. Yeah, that's a pretty solid one. Uh, we were just talking. It was odd, and, odd enough that uh, yesterday, Brett and I in the parking lot were talking about this. I got this email. Uh, which is interesting. It got me. It's, I've been thinking about it since I got it. Where is it? Saved it. There it is. It says, uh, John, what do you think about student loans? I don't know if you guys are paying attention. They're going to move student loans again. They're thinking about forgiving them. It's a big, raging What's debate. What's the term? They pushed it back another... Uh, yeah, they're going to push it to August or August, something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Moving them for people. And there's one little... Maybe you're going to bring this up. What? One little stat about that. What? That since they've been pushing it back, right, there's some people that have come on to, uh, okay, it's over. And these are the ones that have been paying it back mm-hmm. that needed that took advantage of the couple of months. What do you mean? The amount that went back to started paying down their student loans again. The amount of what? People out there that had student oh, loans. Yes. That were they were paying the, yeah, during they, the pushback. Yeah, and they are okay after a couple of months, and they start right. They, they, they can, started to pay again. They can start to pay again. Maybe one percent. Oh, is it one percent? That well, because they've got bad loans. But uh, so a uh, guy says, what do you think about student loans? Brett and I were talking about them in the parking lot yesterday. Uh, this guy says, I can barely afford mine, but I can afford it. It just keeps me from having any sort of life. I owe $62,000 on what was a $22,000 loan. Jesus. I knew that when I got it, I allowed it to get to that rate when I stopped paying for it for a little while and all the penalties kicked in. I have to wonder if not paying it and being a deadbeat until Uncle Joe forgives it is the route I should take. But I'm an honorable guy who believes in paying the debts that you've incurred. Uh, but it sure would be nice if the magic wand of government made it all go away. I'm uh, struggling. Kyle. 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 K-Y-E-L. Like Evil Knievel spells his thing. Kyle. And that's, yeah, I don't know. Brett and I were talking about in the parking lot. 
And uh, we were talking about, oddly enough, extravagant wedding costs. Yeah. And then uh, Jeremy was out there because he works next door now. Old Jer and Brett and I. And old Jer and Brett were on their, on Brett's motorcycle together for a second. I got oh, he jumped on. Dude, you guys looked happy. Uh, but uh, talking about wedding costs. And <laughs> yeah. so Brett's been, you've been DJing weddings. Right. That's a little side hustle you yeah. do. And you throw the music out there at those things. And you've seen some extravagant. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, 100, $150,000, $200,000 yeah. weddings. An artist there painting. The right. Scene. Oh, they do that. The uh, cigar cultures. rollers. Uh, right. You know, all kinds of. I did one Asian wedding where they, they came out with the uh, the dragons and stuff like that. Had a no whole, Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous. I wonder what that cost. I don't know. It, I can get you a dragon for about five grand. But we brought it up, like, because the thing about student loans. Could you get me a $5,000 <laughs> Chinese, authentic Chinese dragon? Yeah. Five G's? Yeah. You sure about that? I'm Not, pretty sure. Pretty sure that might be a little high, but depends on the silk and stuff, I guess. It'll be a nice dragon. I'll take a paper dragon. I'm not going to use it again. This can be a disposable dragon. But uh, we started talking about that, and it's like it just, if you're going to forgive all this stuff, I want, because it's not fair to people who, okay, they're all forgiven. Now, future student loans, do they exist? Do those people that get a new one ever have to pay for it? And the people who have paid it off, do they have? Do they get some sort of kickback? Because I got a friend who paid off all his student loans. Like, he lived in squalor until he was like 32, making sure that none of this stuff went from 22000 to 60000 That made sure that all of it was being paid because he knew one screw-up and this thing explodes, right? Uh, and he paid it off and is fine, doing great. And I understand a lot of people got into messes with those things. But then we started to say, but is it possible that you can go back in people's history and, and say, no, you had a $30,000 wedding. You did that. You could have done all this could have gone towards your student loans because that's what we we're saying. It's like, I'd rather have than you know, so, uh, I forget who we were talking you, you about. You spend the no, money I was, elsewhere. I was like, I'd rather. I, I, well, I said, uh, you know, I'd rather spend spend the money on a nice honeymoon or right. a down payment on a house than spend a 30 grand to entertain right. my friends for I think one Jeremy, day. Jeremy was yeah. talking about having to go to a wedding. He's yeah. like, this guy shouldn't do it. He can't afford it. And, and it is crazy when you start looking at that stuff. And you're right. Like, if, you, if you've got a $30,000 wedding and you're $50,000 in debt, it's stupid that you didn't just tell your parents, uh, I'd rather just have the money. Yeah. If you're willing to spend it, get us out of debt. Get me out of trouble. Based upon, uh, you know, a lot of it's how you're coming out of there. Like if it's, a, you know, go to medical school or law school. Sure. And you have that. It's designed to be your first four years are going to be paying that back. And then right. you're. Well, I look at it the same, too, as like uh, baby bands, records deals. Um, a lot of musicians and stuff have a deal where the record company pays for everything. The, the first tour, and you pay it back. A lot of people don't realize that. Talk to the Gin Blossoms. Oh, it's a loan. Ta- it is a loan. Yeah. Talk to the Gin Blossoms about, you think that Hey Jealousy album was insane and everything was crazy, and it did great, but it was all designed to pay back everything they owed already. For, that's why the second record so important. Your first 500000 go to the... Well, the payback and beyond then after that, that, it's whatever they whatever put they into structured you. structured it. Whatever they put into you. They pay for a tour. They put you on with another act. You don't pay for anything. They covered your first album, the artwork, the, you know, everything. I did the record label thing. And That's right. And they even charge you down to mailing out postage. They charge postage yeah, to send CDs to, to rec- or, uh, radio stations or legal documents to your lawyer. I mean, everything is accounted for. And then your next album is the one that's designed to say, we got to pay for the first tour. If you make it that far. If you yeah. make it that far. Right. If you if you can get that. Yeah. If the first one doesn't drain you. 
So it's insane. So I look at it the same way. And so the student loan thing being forgiven, I don't think. I don't know. This, I think you should pay your loan. Well, the, and the, I, I and the problem with that. that is the last, geez, I don't know, six years or so, at least there's been talk that's now in the head that, oh, yeah. this is eventually going to be forgiven. Why would I pay for this? I'll just gonna... kick it down the and, road until finally it gets forgiven. And the less you pay, the statistics rise of people who can't pay their their loans. So they're you kind of have them by the balls. If everybody just stopped paying their home loans. They'd be like, what's going on? Like, we can't do it. Like, uh, we're going to repo a bunch of houses and then all of a sudden realize we can't do this. We're going to own too many well, houses. Kind of what happened in 2000. We own too many. Let them have it. And people were able to walk away. Yeah. Without much of a penalty on your first yeah. mortgage, basically. If we all stop paying for stuff. Those things will figure out a way to go off. Like, what do you need us to do? We'll hold them hostage. That's like I said. If that's the case, I'm going to go for a doctorate. I mean, right. Why not? I'm not going to have to pay for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's interesting on the scholarship money because I was talking to a, a buddy of mine that you know he, his kids going to a school and it's like uh, your buddy Mark Stebbings I mean it's ridiculous the, like 60k a year basically at the school right and he goes um, how's that working out well he got a scholarship scholastically for 10k and he goes there's scholarships out there if you just apply for them sure but he goes I met with the dean of the college and uh, he's like ah after the meeting, I like your kid. Deducts five grand. Just wipes it off. <laughs> he, they have that ability. I'm like, what a racket. Well, it's, well, it's the same as everywhere else. So you blow the right people. Yeah. And, and the bills start getting less and less. And yeah, but that's it. So if they did, like, I would want to say, like, this Kyle guy. I think it's Kyle, but he spells it funny. I would say if I was, I would look back and say, did I do something dumb in the midst of this? And now I'm saying, oh, I can't afford something, but I've got, I've lived outside my means. The, same, the, the argument they make for Brittany Griner, she goes to Russia to uh, to make money, to make her millions. I'm like, okay, because they don't pay her enough. To know. She's the highest paid player in the WNBA. So she's, she knows how much she makes, right? I, I don't feel sorry for anybody that's like, I make $200,000 and that's not enough. Well, go get them. But don't tell me that going to Russia is because you're so broke here. You're living outside of your structure. They're paying you this amount. You know how much they're paying you. I know you think you deserve more, but you don't have it. So you're dreaming of more, yeah. and you can go get it in Russia. But that doesn't mean that the place that you're working for is treating you poorly. You're getting paid a wage that you agreed to take. So just because you decided that, you know, I, I, look, if I could get a million dollars doing this on the side, I'd go do it too. But it isn't because, you know, the way they always say, oh, the WNBA doesn't pay their ladies a fair wage, so they have to go get that money somewhere else. If she was making a million dollars in the WNBA, and then in her offseason she could make another million in Russia, she'd do it. It has nothing to do with what she's being paid here. It's the fact that there's another opportunity in three months' time to pull another seven figures in. So I look at it as dummy purchases and how you lived your life. And I don't know who the, the, the judge and jury would be on that, but if the government's going to forgive loans, I'd go and say, all right, Brett, you owe me $80,000. Let's take a look. You've got two motorcycles. You just bought a brand-new car, and you had a $40,000 wedding. Uh, sell your cars and pay me some of this back. Like, I'm not going to look at that and go, oh, it's forgiven. It's, the loan wasn't fair. You were an idiot. You decided to say the loan didn't matter. I don't know how the student loan thing's going to go. And what about those that don't have student loans? Should they get their house and car loans taken care right. of, too? I mean, you know, why what, not? What if people who got through it paying yeah. as they go? It doesn't make sense. I don't care. for this in the, uh, it's an Old Testament thing in the Bible. Jeez. They have a thing called the Golden Jubilee. Yeah, oh yeah, I know. They do it every seven years. People that would run up their uh, deal were forgiven. 
debts were forgiven. But there are conditions on it. I don't know the sure. full detail, but they couldn't be ran it away for a while. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't be Egyptian. Yeah, oh, was uh, Kara doing the uh, yeah. books for that? Or a woman. <laughs> yeah, uh, woman. Debts were different. Menstruating yeah. words out. If you had shrimp in the last two or three days. You're not going to pay. You're right, on. Yeah, here, here, the Old Testament has a lot of stuff in it. I'm not really going to lean on. But it's true. They had the thing. They would forgive everybody's stuff. There's a lot of forgiveness going on in there for a certain amount of people. I'd love that. I would love all my debts forgiven. But I took them on myself knowing exactly what I do. And also, by the way, I avoided very lucrative ideas that would have cost me money later. Like, there's plenty of things where, like, we'll give you this. Yeah. If you do this later, and then if anything happens, it jumps. And I'm like, that's a terrible... If the worst case scenario is this, I owe you three times as much as you gave me, uh, that's not a good deal. I'm not signing off on that. College can wait. The, and, and they obviously still have laws and stuff that it's a reset button, but it's designed for something. There's there's people that oh, constantly stuff. do it. Yeah. yeah. Chapter 7, 13. Yeah. It's, it's not fair to do to somebody 20, because I took some credit cards when I was in college that just showed up in the mail like here you go you want this it's two, it's two grand in your hand I'm like yeah I want that and I signed it and I didn't realize that when you missed a payment that 10% interest went to 21% interest and there was no possible way I was paying off the and you're $100. paying the minimum and oh absolutely paying the minimum and watching this thing jump up every month going I'm not buying anything why is there another hundred bucks on every month I'm paying you the $12 you asked for I didn't realize that the game was against me and it, it it cost me a couple of, like, my credit was garbage coming out of that because I'm like, oh, I got I asked my mom, I'm like, this is Ben. She goes, we got to help you with this. And it was only a few hundred bucks, but I'd Still, done some dumb stuff. And that's why they changed it a couple years ago to put that up front to explain it to people. It was up front then. I knew. I knew 100%. Majority didn't. I know. But that's because they don't, they, they, they see the, I, just like me, they saw the free money and they didn't care about the other stuff. Everybody sees that, though. It's on there. Yeah. The print's too small. We weren't going to read it if it was, you know, in 20, uh, the text was huge and in calligraphy, we wouldn't have read it. It's like terms of use whenever you yeah. sign up for, you know, your iPhone or whatever. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. Just How many times have yes. you clicked, uh, clicked, oh my God, what's happening to me? <laughs> clicked, I agree, on something that was 70 no pages long. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm right, currently right now, I've got a bunch of debit cards from different banks all over the country. Uh, somebody's... Getting, they have my address and my name, and they're signing up for bank cards, and they're coming to me. So I called PNC the other. I'm like, "What's going on?" And he's like, uh, "Well, the good news is it's going to your house, so it's easy to cancel." If somebody is they're opening signing, up bank they're accounts. opening up bank accounts for me. And the tempting thing would be, it comes with a pin. It's I've got the number. I've got the let's go see what this is. Let's go start swiping this cash. But it feels like the second I do that. The identities. I'm not an idiot. everything's on you. Technically, I just got free money. These, the, I didn't do anything wrong until I use it. But I know better. Yeah. So uh, that's the thing. I, I just think people don't know better. I don't know I don't know what the student loan situation is. What are you asking me for? What, what I would do, I'd do the best I could to pay that back. That That's, that's me. But if you, uh, I don't know. I mean, if you're on that right now and you're looking at uh, 200000 in student loans and there's talk that's been going on that they're, they're not someone's going to forgive it or they're going to reduce it in half. Now, know. right now, you know, for the last, I don't know how long it's been going on, but it's going on through August, like we said. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just forgiving it for a couple months. They're not getting rid of it. If I know, they just but how wiped long has that clean, been going on? Has it been going on like for a year now? Or? I don't know. If they just wiped them clean, I would be, uh, 
I would be like, all right, but I, but they're not. And so I would keep paying. Like my mindset is just keep paying in case they don't, because they can talk all they want about, you know, we're gonna forgive them. We're gonna forgive. They haven't yet. So what if they decide somewhere along the line, some new guy comes in and goes, we're absolutely not forgiving student loans, and you've decided not to pay for the last nine months because you're hoping. I pay the bill while it sits in front of me. I live in that reality. Like, yeah, it, this is, it is not a reality that they're gone. So pay it. Pay your bill. Like, there's a chance they could, there is a chance someday they could wipe out my home loan, but I'm going to still pay it until that reality exists. I'm not going to live on the, the hope and dream idea that they might. Because they might not also. Because currently I get a bill every month to pay for my house. No matter what I think is going to happen, right now, my abject reality, the thing I actually live in, says you owe me this much this month. And that's where I'd live. I wouldn't live in the what ifs. Because then what if has a second side. What if they don't? This guy Kyle's like, if I stop paying, maybe they'll forgive it. What if they don't? What if the penalties get worse? And now you're in a 20-year bind. And what are we talking about as far as the percentage of people... Um, going on to college, you know, from high school. Is it over 10% now? Used to be like... What, going to school? Yeah. Oh, it's way over. Yeah. This guy says, my wife and I are in $150,000 in student loan debt. She's a physical therapist, got her undergrad in sports medicine on scholarship. Her uh, $120,000 in loans is just her her med school. Every semester, her school raised her uh, loan amounts by $15,000 because the school knew that the students couldn't drop out once they were in the program. It would be stupid. Anyway, since the pandemic started and payments were frozen, we've just been putting our monthly payment into a savings account. We saved about $20,000. If if, uh, President Biden ever says all loan payments restarting, uh, we'll make huge interest-free payment a couple days before they restart. If he cancels completely, we have a nice chunk of change to do something. That's our plan. That's responsibility. There you go. That's people that are like, hey, the, the, the reality is right now this is what we can do, but we still have that loan looming over us. I don't know. Do like my grandpa did. My grandpa was, uh, he wouldn't make it today. Never had loans. You pay, if you didn't have cash, you didn't have money. If you, if you couldn't pay for it, you couldn't afford it. No credit With card. House? He got a credit card because eventually you had to once they started making it so you, you can't live without one. But he's like, yeah, with a house, you saved up and got a house. Uh, and that, now that's impossible. You know, the houses are crazy. Ridiculous. And he was buying houses for 40 grand. But he's like, you saved up and you bought it. If you if you uh, needed a car, you bought it. John Gordon, our own John Gordon, won't buy something on a loan. Yeah, there are his, his, his car with cash. I don't know how he did yeah. that, but that dude saved his money and bought a car, a brand new Camaro, uh, saved up. Sold some action it. figures. Yeah, I, mean, I did whatever. I don't know what he did. I think plasma and semen were flying out of that guy <laughs> for a fee. But he did it, so it's possible. It's, I think we all live that lifestyle of trying to be ahead of Keep where we're actually. Yeah, we're, we're and you're right. ahead you, of where we are. Then you uh, don't realize that the priorities are like, well, I, I need my uh, 200 bucks a month on coffee. Right. Uh, you know, all right. going out to eat. Yep. Vacations. You don't need, yeah, you, you, that's the thing that we all won't forgive ourselves of. We've got to have the life. Well, you don't because you got to get rid of that first. And it's not anybody else's fault. Yeah, the loans were predatory and everything else, but they were what they were. If, if every time I have somebody that wants to hand me uh, forty thousand dollars or more, I'm having somebody take a look at that paper. Here's forty grand. Why are there eight pages attached to this? Here's forty thousand dollars. Yeah, but there's eight pages attached to this. 
Well, I'm just sign here and it's yours. I'm like, ooh. If I need forty grand, I'm probably not reading it. And you don't know what that says. You should probably have somebody look at it. I don't know. Student loan thing is a big deal. People email me about student loans. What the hell do I know? I don't know how many rounds of that PPP money went around, but I know like some businesses I hear they say, yeah, they aren't holding you accountable for the first one or two. They'll knock but you out then for they another. got them. Yeah. Watch Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe about the great James J. Braddock who took government money while he was on the, you know, was down in the, uh, the depression. And then uh, every month he took that money uh, that they were getting out as best they could and to feed his family and stuff. And then he won a couple of fights and went back with a ball of rolled up money and returned it. And it's one of the most heartwarming moments of the movie to say, hey, I'm doing all right now. I want to pay you back for helping me. And it's like, you didn't have to do this. He's like, yes, I did for my own sake. It's like, oh, my God, James J. Braddock. He's a, the bulldog. He's amazing. And he beat up Primo, Primo Carnera because he was an Italian and the mob didn't fix that fight. And, uh, they could. We, we missed that one. Oh, it's a great. You, you shouldn't have, but you didn't. <laughs> and a great Max Bear. Gigantic Jewish heavyweight champion. I don't think that'll ever happen again. Wow. And his son went on to do great things. Max Bear was, uh, yeah, Max Bear Jr. was the Jethro on the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Yeah. Max Bear was his dad. He killed a couple guys. <laughs> Pretty good. Actually, not true. That was added to the movie. He did some damage to a guy, and a guy died later, but it wasn't from the fight. And they said that Max Bear killed two people in the ring. Mm, not really. He was a badass, but he wasn't that bad. He paid his student loans, I'll tell you that. That's for sure. And I've always said that college isn't for everyone. I, they've made it to, to make it, they made it like you have to go. And you, no, you don't. It's a business, and they're and trying to... the money to, is out there. They're giving the yeah, money Yeah, but they're trying there. to scare you into thinking that without it, you're going to die poor and broke. No, you're not. I just looked at something roughly like in the, in the 60s, it was 7.7% of the population that would go on right. to college. Now it's 37.5%. It's huge, and it's a business. They made it so... And think of that. Like, think of the loans and the grants. Yeah. They don't have to do that. I'm sure Toledo's got a kid that's about to go to college. The first thing they do is start businessing you to death and saying, this is going to happen, you owe this, you owe that. And it's uh, and without it, he's going to die in the streets. That's not true. Ambition is as important as a college degree. There's a little bit of that with Chris, but Chris, whether he kind of knew it or not, the last couple of years he set himself up where he's got everything paid for, either through scholarships or because his dad was in the military, he gets a little military assistance ah. that way. So he's covered at least for the first year next year, and yeah. then he's getting money for all four years. Your kid's a trade school kid. Yeah. They don't even don't yeah. even save money for college for Alex. He'll, he's going to be one of, and you know what? He's going to be one of those kids we all goofed on, and he's going to end up owning a trade school. Yeah. He's going to end up being the guy that's got millions just sitting Something there. Something will hit finally with him. But it's, yeah, I wouldn't put him in college because he's going to be like me. He's going to waste your money. He doesn't know what he's going to do in college. No, we've, and we've talked about it. Yeah. He doesn't know if he wants to do college. I'm like, even if he wants to it. go. He's like you and me no where clue. you get to the, he's at that point now as a sophomore in high school where he's like, why am I here? I was going to major in philosophy for God's sakes. So then my dad's head was going to spin. Like, what the hell are you going to do with that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to get out of this thing. Dad, I love it. I did, but it's not going to pay a bill. I'm spending all this money so you can go philosophize. I guess. Be a stand-up philosopher. Well, that's what? what I am. I like, hey, how you folks doing tonight? How about that Plato? And I did that for like a year and a half. I'm like, well, this is getting too hard. These people are smart. The reason I wanted to be a philosophy major is there's no wrong answers. 
it's a philosophy. It says so right there in the... You can't miss. Now, if they start asking you, what did, who came up with this, or did... Uh, is, uh, Socrates do yeah, this? Is, uh, yeah, is, uh, Kant or uh, this guy. Jahari's or, window. Whoever else. Yeah, you start bringing them up. You know, I don't know. Who's, who's attributed with saying, I don't know, Marcus Aurelius is involved in this. Is he a philosopher? Is he, he's a general. I don't know any of this. But when they said, answer these questions, I'm like, there's no wrong answer. I aced philosophy. The final was make 10 questions and answer them. <laughs> People failed that. They, they didn't know what to do. And it was a whole, the whole idea was designed to say, get out of the structure. Step away from the structure of what you expect a final test to be and write your own. And I did. What number is Barry Sanders? 20. Those were my questions. And he's like, perfect. 10 questions, I answered them. Some people wrote, like, they came in at the last day of school. Overthought it. Gigantic, like 30 pages of what they thought he wanted to hear. And he's like, this is wrong. Because I'm not reading all this. And he was like, well, I did all this work. It doesn't matter. So like, I, that's why he was a philosophy teacher, too. Yeah, exactly. He, and that's yeah. what I looked at him. He was my idol for a little bit. Like, this guy's getting paid. Just tell people I'm not doing the work. Like, you should have done something smarter. To mess with their minds. There was no wrong answer. Everybody got a good grade. But the but he did definitely say, like, the, to the people who went way above and beyond trying to say what you thought I wanted to hear or to show how much you've learned in this class, I appreciate it. But it's... Uh, it's not what I asked you to do. You're wasting my time and you've wasted your time because I'm not going to read right. this. You're, you, you're, but it, the idea was think. Write and think for yourself. Not for what this what you think this guy wants. And almost like 80% of the class wrote what, and I wrote something. And when I turned it in, I'm like, this is going to have a giant red F on it. There's no possible way I'm walking out of this. I got an A. Like, Perfect. Thank you. And then he moved on. He's That's like, what it takes. I want to major in this. This is something I'm going to be here for. This is get me out in four years. <laughs> if there's if there's no answers that are ever X'd out, I can do that. Then you head over to math, and the whole thing comes back looking like somebody bled on it. There's so much red <laughs> ink. I'm like, what's going on here? But oh. this is what I thought the answer was. I philosophize these answers. You don't understand. <laughs> it's like a CSI scene all over yeah. the paper. <laughs> yeah. I, I did this the same way that Plato would have done it. As Socrates, I this was my thoughts. I thought real hard about it. How does this it. equal fail? Yeah. How in the world does the answer to this uh, equation... Which I wrote, a man's quest for knowledge is uh, <laughs> like, what in the world is wrong with what I wrote? Math is absolute. Is it? Yes. Damn it, I can't argue with that. I gotta go take more philosophy. Yeah, I went to college. My dad was grouching at me because he's like, what are you doing there? I'm like, I don't know. You're the one making me go. You can. It's ambition. Get your foot in the door and fight. So college loan, they got you scared. They got everybody scared into thinking, oh, you gotta... You gotta go. If you're a doctor, an engineer, probably a teacher, there's definitely things you should go for. But communications? Look at Brady. He's got Master. one. It does nothing for you, really. You didn't get anywhere because of that at all. Toledo, don't it's save out, money. Right? It's worked out because yeah. it just it's you worked out. Yeah, I uh, was able thing... to communicate uh, the selling of commercial flooring. <laughs> <laughs> no. To businesses Brady, around. Let me tell you this. Columbus, Ohio. You didn't communicate for sh- I guarantee it. People needed floors and you showed up. You were the guy who they sent over after they called and said, I need floors. Or you would knock on a door and they'd be like, uh, what do you want? Hey, I'm, uh, I'm uh, the floors are looking a little ragged. I'm like, yeah, we know. I can uh, patch this up for you. All right, fine. 
you, people who needed floors got floors. It had nothing to do with you learning. I, I picked up this little skill in college. Networking. That's what college is. Huge. That's it. For people with communications or liberal arts, you're wasting everybody's money. Toledo, why are you saving college money? What you should be doing is saving bot for bail money in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I forgot that kid's next four years are not going to be in college. They're going to be in a bamboo cell when you're over in Thailand trying to bail them out. Yeah. This guy says, debt forgiveness. I still owe Columbia House a few pennies for 12 CDs I bought 30 years ago. Oh. That's when I learned about uh, fine print. When I was a kid and that Columbia House commercial came on, you can get 10 uh, CDs or, or tapes for one penny. And my mom would say, don't do it. I'm doing it. Don't do it. Doing it. Now Next I thing I know, you're like, CDs. how do I owe them $300? How did they, they sent me 10 CDs I didn't want. I didn't check a, bro- a box properly. And for that penny, I you taped the penny to the thing. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to get a bunch of music for a penny. Every 30 days. Ah, oh, crap. I forgot to cancel. I forgot. And I don't want this Gary Newman backup tape. <laughs> when is, you get the seals and cross right, graded. It's the worst one. It's like, what am I doing oh, with this? I got the featured selection. And I owe him 20 bucks oh, for a $9 you liked tape. Rock music. Ah, yeah. Ah, Joni Mitchell. Ugh. And there's no tag back. She couldn't send back the feature of the month. You still owed him $18 for a $9 tape. Next thing you know, I'm getting a bill that says you owe Columbia House $330 because you didn't fulfill the commitment. I'm like, I don't even know when this ends. John, John, what are your thoughts on forgiving the public service loans, the PSLFA program for teachers, firefighters, police officers? Also, I have loans. I will pay as designed, and I don't agree with free money, but if they give it, I'm going to take it. I don't agree with free money either, but if they hand it out, you're like, well, if everybody else is doing it. You fall in line like a bunch of uh, yeah. geese in that one. And they know you'll do that. This stinks. They shouldn't yeah. do this. No, thank you for my cash. That's very nice. No, I'm going to pay the $50,000 yeah. back. The stimulus package. Yeah. Everybody's like, I got to print all this money. I'm going to go buy a new TV. Get myself something at the Best Buy. Yeah, I I, I I, guess it's not fair to teachers who have paid. That's how I always look at it as the ones who already paid. I'm like, their arms are in the air going, oh, what happened? We're, we're forgiving debts now. I just paid mine off diligently. I lived... 10 years of my life as a poor person eating ramen and making sure that everything was right and did it on the all the people that did it the right way are the ones punished for this that's how I look at it all the people that followed through no matter how unfair it was that actually did it right are the ones who get punished the cops that paid their loans the firefighters that paid their loans have to look at it and go well, why is this guy getting a cut and where's mine is including student loans in a bankruptcy enough of a punishment though because creditors won't lend to them for 5 to 7 years but is that enough of a payoff to get five Jeez, to seven years free for your loan. It's, that's, I, have, I have no clue. For some bankruptcies, it's less than that. You can get, you can start getting loans. Yeah, for some people it does. For others, it, you know. Yeah, I think that's personal. Like how far you're willing to drop down in life to, to rebuild. And it depends on what, what age you're at when you try and do that. God, so yeah. blessed to be as talented as I am. <laughs> that's something LeBron would say. I've never had to worry about this stuff, you know. Once I embraced how brilliant I actually am, kicked some doors down, showed the world. I've not had to worry. That was the best day of my life, though. So I got the first bonus check I ever got at the zone. They didn't expect to have to pay me a bonus check. They thought I would suck. They put me in there as a filler. And the next thing you know, we were in second place. The ratings for the morning show that they didn't expect me to be part of. They just The, the guy quit, and I took over. That's from producer to morning show. The Jim Sharp left, 
And there I was standing in there. I'm no idea what I was doing. Still don't know what I'm doing. And uh, we, we leapt up in like a short period of time, and they had given me this bonus structure that was insane. Like, they didn't think we'd be top 10. Like, this guy's an idiot. He's 26 years old. There's no pot. He's got no history. He doesn't know what he's doing. He might be a little bit funny, but he's not going to. And we hit second place in two demos, and both of them were just gigantic bonuses. And I remember I was getting paid nothing to do that show, less than 30 grand a year to do a morning show, and they were making a ton. And uh, this bonus check was like five times my annual salary. And I didn't know I was getting it. My check that's showed why up. They threw it out there. Oh my, of course. I didn't know. Like, we're not paying him, Jack, but if he hits this. Well, they would tell we'll me pay him. potential. They weren't happy about paying it. I'll tell you that. It took me a little bit. I took my check in and said, there's been a mistake. And Clancy, doucher. Hey, let me take a look at that. It does seem a little bit off. And it took him like four weeks to get it straight. And basically, what it was, does he know? And they had me by the ball. I didn't know. I didn't so know. They had to come back to you and said we've they adjusted exp- it. You did. They had to explain why it was right, and I'm like, I don't, I, I didn't want it. I was like, this is, uh, you're, I'm going to end up owing you guys. The Columbia House, all yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't, I, you guys are going to take this back somehow. That's it. Nope, nope. This is how it worked out, and they were very unhappy that I had hit these bonuses that were astronomical. Stupid. Well, and, if it was C Dubs, he was figuring, well, if he gets this. We should be able to uh, yeah, but he didn't want sell to it to by he, then. Yeah. Well, sure, but he, he didn't want to keep me. He'd been no. busy trying to get people to replace me the whole time. Meanwhile, boom, and he writes me this giant check, and I and that day I wrote, I had no debt after that. It what paid a feeling. Paid oh, man, you can't imagine. You did your debt-free scream I did day? my debt-free scream. I, I, I didn't even know who Dave Ramsey was. I'm like, two, three, I'm debt-free! And I just went to Tennessee, <laughs> and I shouted at a building. Beans and rice, rice, yeah, and beans. beans, rice, rice, and one gigantic bonus check, <laughs> and it, it's the best feeling in the world. So, to the people that are emailing me and telling me that stuff, I don't know, and and I'm fortunate that way that I don't know what it's like to be buried in debt. Now, I have had stressful debt in my life. I was dead broke. I was a poor person. Texter's asking, I don't know if you want to get into this, Brady, but are you saddled with any debt from Porkopolis? I took a bath on yeah, Porkopolis. Yeah, ask him. Yeah, he's asking me for Still money paying all it. the time. <laughs> I mean, it's like, daily. but that's just it. He's paying it, right? Well, right. I'm Which paying. It it. He's paying oh, me well, back someday. Good. He promised. <laughs> hey, is your big weekend in Vegas? Yeah, I did. Can I get a uh, cut of that? Yeah, no, and that's the risk you took. Yeah, right? and you knew it. Like if this goes down, you get beat up. He took a bath, yeah. took a beating, but that's business. Not all winners. And you were almost, by the way, you were a teeter totter away from going the other direction. You know what I mean? You were you were probably at, at a certain point like, oh man, one little push this way and this is going. We're in a good direction. One, Absolutely. One push this way and we're in trouble. So you were you when were we, right there when on the we closed hinge. At the last quarter of that was the highest yeah. in sales that we've had, but it was just a year late. Just too late. Yeah. But that that's business. It's the timing and the your stand on that apex of which way is it going to go? And uh, could I, you know, go out there and say, "All right, go out and get more money." borrow more money or and roll the dice that way and I just well when uh, you know your partner basically says I'm done I'm out and he's the guy running it then nothing you can do it's weird we were just talking about this in the parking lot yesterday I got that email last night but I do I think the dummy rule has to kick in they're going to forgive your debts they should be allowed to go back and it would be way too big an endeavor to go back in and go all right let's see what you did while you're asking us to forgive your debts, let's see what you... Oh, you had a $30,000 wedding. You bought a Porsche. 
you got this, you got that. Uh, we're not forgiving anything. You've got stuff to sell. You shouldn't have done the wedding. Sorry. Because I don't understand. I've, I will never understand weddings for people who are, you know, not. And they throw out that average every year. Oh, like it's like 30000 It's 30 grand average wedding average. is between twenty five oh, yeah. and 33000 bucks. That's nothing. And you've been to a million of them. Oh, yeah. And that's an average wedding. That's now. average. You're not getting a ton that's for that. That's not crazy. You know, that's not plated and all that kind of no. stuff. That's like buffet. And, and that doesn't even count minimum. the ones where people have to travel. And the money that goes in, whoops, that goes in from the other yeah, people. The I mean, it's yeah. like thousands and thousands of dollars thrown at this thing rather than just saying, we don't need another Cuisinart. Will everybody just give us a hundred bucks that was going to come to the wedding? I've right. actually seen brides and grooms opening the envelopes at the wedding to pay, to pay vendors weddings, and stuff like that. Italian. Well, that's oh the only God. way to do it is to, to have the envelopes. <laughs> Who wants another Cuisinart? And the only thing about Italian but it's true, wedding, though. really, Smith, $20? exactly. The, the most expensive thing at an Italian wedding is the exterminator and the guy getting rid of the flies. Oh, please! <laughs> Got a lot oh, of please. flies. Oh. Everybody, hold your breath for a second. <laughs> Seem to be hanging around the bride's table. Close your legs, honey. Just blowing. Fog all over them. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, Don. You got the nerve to shoot fly juice on me? You're covered in them. I'm sorry. Oh, what are you doing? Put it in an envelope. <laughs> all right. Ceremony can continue until the next batch of flies rolls in. But yeah, envelopes and cash. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm sorry for you, Kyle, but you've had me thinking since yesterday. And Brady started talking about a wedding earlier this morning off the air. I'm like, wow, it's this, this weird... Everybody's costume. We go to a wedding in two weeks. Yeah. They've been saving up for three years for this damn thing. Hopefully they don't go into debt. Well, they should have it paid well, off by now because they were going to do it three years ago. Say, so. It's been rescheduled three times, <laughs> yeah. too, yeah. right? Yeah. The pandemic knocked them cold. Yeah. That, as a man, I'd have been like, that's a sign. <laughs> I'll keep you around, but I'm not going to get married. The, the whole flu, world flu happened. So, I don't know. Stop asking me such heady, smart questions. Ask me about farting. That's what I know about. Farting and philosophy questions that have no right answers. That's where I shine. But other than that, I hate LeBron. Uh, Kara hates blacks and Larry hates fat chicks. That's what I know. Those are the solids in life. Those are the pillars of knowledge. But yeah, if you get beat up, you owe your bill. And yeah, that's the thing, Brady. You would look for forgiveness for the pork office thing. Somebody said, hey, I can wave a magic wand to make all this go away. You'd do it. Nobody's dumb, right? You wouldn't you wouldn't well, turn yeah. a blind eye to somebody saying this all gets forgiven and you can move on with life without a ding. Yeah. You'd do it. No matter how you know, you know, no, I'm a, a man of my honor and you'd do it. Who wouldn't? But is it fair to the last guy that had to actually struggle and pay and make it work that didn't have that option? That's what I look at with the teachers and firefighters. I know teachers who have paid off their student loans. Does Lisa have them? Oh yeah. She still got hers? She's there. She's getting hit up for that program now. She finally just crossed over the point where she paid back the original loan. Mm-hmm. So she she's on the uh, I, I don't know if it's on the plus side, but the interest and all the extra yeah. fees. So she's got just a little bit left, and they're contacting her now to forgive it because she's part of that public service. Program. Right. But she feels better about that now because she, she actually kicked out right, what they gave. Right. Yeah. There's some. There's at least there's a less guilt involved in, yeah, in somebody coming in, just in that, sweeping yeah. it away. 
And they paid most of your car off, and then some guy comes by and gives you ten grand, and says, "Here's the last one." You're like, oh, I, "I did most of right. the work here." Right. You still feel pretty good about the gimme. You don't feel you feel like less of a prostitute. Yes, that yes. somebody just handed you some cash. And by the way, that's still a, a viable, thriving business for those of you with debt. prostitution. Prostitution 100%. will get you out of a lot of sticky. Well, it'll get you into sticky situations, but a lot of sticky debt. Only fans. Tax free. Tax free. Cash. On- Listen to the Italian guy. He'll help you. <laughs> But if you really are struggling with debt, tax free, does that include the VIG? Isn't the VIG considered <laughs> nah, tax? That is a tax. The but, juice. You know, juice you know, is not tax, it's adjustable. <laughs> you're, and you owe it. You're, uh, your <laughs> is valuable still to this day, and it will always have value. It is the number one currency in the world, period. Why well, is he not when it's the period. N-word? No, no, I didn't say the N word. Kara, I didn't say, I didn't say your <laughs> is valuable. <laughs> I said your <laughs> Is valuable. Get it right, Kara. Understand the beeps. <laughs> if she misunderstood me that time, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh my God, he said it again. No, no, I said not. What's wrong with you? Your is valuable. You should sell it. <laughs> Kara's spinning. <laughs> oh, I'm so angry. I can't believe he keeps telling me my is valuable. And I should sell it! <laughs> Prostitution is a viable thing. You find old dudes with money. Uh, they'll bang pretty much anything. You can even be gross. And you will make a pretty penny. <laughs> Adjusted by looks. Look, ladies. You're selling it anyway. You're just being a little more discretionary with who and you sell it to. And we've all paid for it. We I, in one way we or another. have all paid for it. Every and the worst part and you is you don't report that cash. Hey, no. look, <laughs> the worst part is in this world is that even when you try to get rid of it, you pay it. You pay it to go away. That is valuable, and selling it is your best option. And if you're one of those people that has multiple, well, then for God's sakes, get rid of both or all. Kara has no idea what I'm saying. 718, Larry hits fat chicks. Kara is confused. LeBron James still not in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that's enough debt talk. I'm done with that. It's making Brady nervous. He owes people a lot of money. Boy, that just took a bath. But you made it right. Best so, I could. Well, yeah, you did what you can, and you came out of it as an honorable man. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's how you. That's the only, the only thing you can do. It's a humbling process. It sure is. I've, I've seen friends go through some issues with uh, businesses that have failed or uh, one dude that I know uh, his divorce broke him down and he ended up just dead in the water lost his job shortly after just gone and his whole life turned over and he had to be forgiven for him he was in he was in hell yeah and he's like I got and his quote to me that I remember because he asked for money and he felt terrible and I said look Toledo (laughs) the thing about this is no I was I just remember him asking and it was like the worst moment of his life can you help me out? And I helped him a little. Uh, and then he made it right. He never paid me back because he couldn't. But I knew that going in. And I think he told me, if I remember right, I'm, this is not, this is one direction. This gets me out of a hole. And I'm probably never going to be able to pay back. Like, All right. And he dug himself out. He is wow. not, he's not in a good spot, but he's no longer upside down. And it's it was horrible to watch. When the market crashed... I got browbeaten to ask you for, for money. I remember that. I remember the. I remember. I remember the. Uh, you, you, it wasn't you. It was her. 
It was in all caps, too. She writes in all caps, yeah. the, the proposal. Yep. <laughs> and the only thing I told you, you, I was going to give it to you. You said, I know you. Yeah. I don't know her. I don't know her, and I don't know if you two, and I felt like I was jinxing last. it. Like, if you two don't last, then right. what happens to this? Right, exactly. So I couldn't give you any money. I, I told her point blank. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And we have oh, to. Brutal. It's the only way we get to and stay then where we're at. I told everybody in the building behind us back what had happened. Hilarious. I told plenty of people. Toledo like is in trouble. <laughs> you know that loud lady he's with? She's begging oh, for cake. She needs some money. Those are rough times. And then we find out she was trying to pay yeah. back what she was trying yeah, to use the money later. for was illegal. Yeah. Might have been in the Who's Cow. <laughs> You son of a bitch. Ponzi. <laughs> you tried to get me in her Ponzi scheme. I can't imagine what it was like for Toledo to go home that day. <laughs> home? I didn't go home that day. Paying you. No, I couldn't get the money. It's not. You are a useless piece of garbage. Then get out there and ask somebody else. Slept on the golf course that night. <laughs> Gladly. Finally got some sleep. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, there's been people with us. And I've lost friends over that, over loans and stuff where they're like, I need this, I'll pay you right back, and then you don't hear from months. Was it Patrice O'Neill that says if you find out that that, that money is how how much you lost, then that's what your friendship was worth? If you yeah, borrow much, money, yeah. then, then you know. Well, it's the old uh, Bronx tale. Or Bronx yeah. tale, that's yeah. it, yeah. $20 to get him out of the rest $20, of you never have to deal with him again. If I told you if I give this kid 20 bucks and never have to talk to him again, would you take that deal? He goes, yeah. He says, what are we chasing him for? What are we going after? Why are we trying to get this money back? Twenty dollars. You never have to see this guy again. Yeah. So I get a couple of those. Everybody does. Stop bothering me about that. Quit asking me for money, Rich. <laughs> I don't have any. Broke. I was like, uh, I probably look like Brett did standing in front of that slot machine when Toledo's wife was asking me for cash. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, God Almighty! Does an alien come out? Just scared that she's going to start yelling at you, too. I was horrified that if I didn't give her the money, I was going to get killed by her voice. (laughs) It was a a uh, well-presented proposal. And I even said, if it was you, probably do it. But I don't know her. Now we got to talk business. And the business is, I'm not sure about this person. I like her. She seems great. But not to the tune of this kind of dough. So here's some patio furniture. Thanks for playing. I got him right. out of there. That's actually true. That's right. I think I gave you some patio furniture. How about the patio furniture? <laughs> I think that's true. I'm like, that I had some true. patio furniture. You, you, you got to come get it. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to come and load that, load patio furniture. What a pal. <laughs> you had a box truck at the time. We can pick it up. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. You had a moving truck. That's true. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today after this? Discussion about debt that's made everybody uncomfortable thinking of their finances. Yeah, well, uh, think on the think on the trails this weekend because you can hit it with Action Ride Shop. The boys over there got all the big brands you need: the Santa Cruz, Ibis, of course, Pivot, and uh, all price points. So you know you don't have to spend five grand on a bike. They got you know in the hundreds of dollars if you're just cruising around the neighborhood. But uh, they got it all. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to get it. And, of course, we got, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff for LeBron and the Suns here. Katrina and the Waves, Walking on Sunshine for you from earlier. Uh, the Cult, Sun King for the Suns. Uh, Bad Religion, yes. Los Angeles is burning. Sun King it yeah. is. All right. Cult is amazing. They need more. This guy says, what do police and firefighters need loans to go away? He said, I was an EMT. It cost me 900 bucks. Cops go to the academy and get hired if there's an opening. There's billboards that say, come on in. 
That's true. I don't know. Do cops take giant loans? I don't even know if they do or not. I don't think so. Now they're giving out hiring bonuses. <laughs> yeah. And everything like I, I see billboards yeah. that I consider sometimes. There might like, be those schools that train you. Then you go in. Um, You're an yeah, idiot then. I yeah, but I, I was a little confused on that too. Call on the billboard and say, I want to be a cop. I think you just go through they're some handing training. out yeah, money. I can't wait to give you extra money. Nuts. Yeah, Sun King. That's what we're looking at right here. Not you, LeBron. The new king in town. We might have, you know, Devin Booker is, uh, they're talking MVP, and I don't know why the, everybody always does that. Oh, they're getting disrespected and everything else. I think they've just made it look so easy that people are looking away from them. Like, okay, well, they're in their place. Like, the national media is looking at the Suns. You don't hear them getting all this talk. You see the, the, the Knicks and Nets and Lakers on TV all the time, and they're talking about all these other, like, Brooklyn. The Bulls, the points leader right now, I think. The Rosen? Yeah. Well, they're still... They're, LeBron's going to be the points guy. I mean, he's going to be the points per game guy. He didn't play enough games. He's got two more. But, I mean, you look at this, and it, Devin Booker's the MVP of the league. Without Devin, this team does not win 63-plus games. And you got to put it on wins. They're talking about Joel Embiid and everything else. Are they the best team in their... I think that that measures out. The player that is the most important to the best team in the league is the most valuable player to me. I think you can't. They're talking about LeBron. He's I'm like, definitely yeah. in the running for sure. They they, they mentioned the LeBron James because he's got he's averaging 30 plus points a game. You're like, well, yeah, but his team is not going to make the playoffs. So how important was he? They're in the same spot with him or without him. They'd be the worst team in basketball or the 12th worst team in basketball. What's the difference? You're not going anywhere. Uh-oh. So I think Devin, the, the the argument to get Devin the MVP is huge. Wait a minute, John. Did you say it would have taken twenty dollars to not have Toledo on the show anymore? God damn you! Why didn't you loan him that money? That's true. It was a little more than twenty bucks, but it would have been. You know, it would have been the end of Toledo. I can never give you that money back. I'm like, well, then I can't have this company give you any money every two weeks either. <laughs> I don't have to make a deal. But then you can't fire a guy for a loan, I agree, to. Well, the only side. shot you'd have is by keeping him on the, right. the company. Got to keep him employed. Back. But then, but the point is, with this, he's not worth that. He might have hit the lottery or something. I mean, come on, you know, he plays. <laughs> and what if you don't play? Look, I'm saving all the money I'm going to loan to Toledo for the day I get the call that I have to get his kid and him out of a Thailand jail. A Phuket jail. We're in a Phuket jail. I know. I know. You talk to the guy. You should get some jail tips from that ex-wife of his before he goes over because <laughs> he's going to need them. Uh, anyway, Sun King. It's Devin Booker and the boys. Great stuff. And I think this is uh, absolutely special what's going on again. Last year was the best Suns team that ever existed until this year. They're actually better. And I think they got a run. Might have a championship in the 50-something year history of this team, finally. Uh, get something good. It's the cult. Plus, you can't lose when you play the cult. It's 98 KUPD. All right. It's 98 KUPD. There's Allison Chains right there. Uh, one day after Lane's uh, 20th anniversary of his passing from Dirt. What an album that is. Unreal. Listen to that up and down. Trying to get the band to put a, an entire uh, Allison Chains Dirt night out. Do the whole album one more time. It's trying to set dates. It's going to be in April, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. What about Stallone night? Stallone is that going to happen? Still, Stallone is still on the books as a July must-have happen. Okay. Trying to get everybody's schedule right, but that if it's not July, it'll be early August. Stallone night is happening. We need to get Frank out here. We Toledo, you have to get on that. Frank Stallone has to come out and do one song with the band. Oh, my God. 
If not, you're going to dress you up as Frank Stallone. I'll you're do it. Come do a song. Let's do it. Perfect. That'll be beautiful. I've been practicing. Very excited about the uh, Stallone night. That is just floating as an idea right now. But never forget, that is not a, a passing idea. People were buying tickets. Some guy called up uh, Stand Up uh, Live uh, Copper Blues downtown to reserve seats. <laughs> and they were like, what? He's like, what are you talking about? Stallone night. When Homer come down, does Stallone night. When they do all the montage songs, like, we have no idea what you're talking about. I talked to the people there and like, we're getting calls about this. I'm like, yeah, it's going to, this is a sell. Montage night from Stallone movies. It's in honor of, uh, what is it, Sly's 76th birthday? We don't even know what it is. Like, it's stupid. But it's in oh, July. Hey, who's that from? Leland, Ranch House Grill. Ranch House Grill dropping breakfast oh, off again. All right. Perfect. Right before the Brady Report. Bazinga! Oh, this oh, is going to be over wait. in two minutes. Exactly. Or this will <laughs> be the fastest Brady Report in history. Get ready Let's for... Let's get to the Brady Report. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously. I be spoken. This is going to be one of the worst Brady Reports you've ever heard. Guarantee. Oh, this is going to be a nightmare. They edit some stories right Are now. Are you all right? No, you're going to... The smell is getting to me. Oh. oh. All right. Well, we'll try it anyway. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Anyway, uh, the Brave Report is brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. It's Wednesday. That means it's Wings Day. You can get on down to Hooters and enjoy all the wings you can stomach. That's how it works. You just keep eating wings and eating wings. Uh, dine in or take out. You buy 20 wings. Get 10 free all day right there or at your house, whatever you want to do. And they did it again. They're listening. Hooters of West Phoenix. All you can eat wings are back. So it's not just the 20 and 10. You want to go full hog? Knock it out. $19.99 per person. Every wing available is yours until you say stop. If they run out, you sit and wait until they go somewhere else and get you wings. It's all you can eat, not all they say you can eat. No limits apply. $19.99. Knock it stiff in the West Valley. Go get them. Brady, report it. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Student Athlete Day. Okay. It's all about the scholarships. Is it ever? A <laughs> couple of baseless fun facts. Bookkeeper is the only unhyphenated English word that has three consecutive double letters. B-O-O-K-E-E-K-K. Oh, book. Yeah, that's right. K-K. That's right. Holy cow. Bookkeeper. Right in a row. Yep. Double O, double K, double E. The guy that has that word job, because Brady has one of those stats every week yeah. about some word. It's his job. Word guy. Stop signs. He's got student loans he hasn't paid off. That's, oh, man, that's a tough gig. Can I get never, some forgiveness? Never got on at Webster's. I just find weird Spell stuff. It. Man. Stop signs were originally yellow. Red didn't become the standard color until 1954. No kidding. Didn't know that one. Everything was in black and white before that. How could you know? <laughs> see? <laughs> see? See? Stop saying? I don't even know what that says here. See? If I can't read, how am I supposed to know? We need some sort of uh, different uh, color. <laughs> What's color, Dave? You'll see someday after the Wizard of Oz and all. <laughs> you knew a uh, part of this stat. You remember the 80s hit Mickey by Tony Basil? Do I ever? The most annoying hit song of all time. Dressed as a cheerleader? In her 40s. She was a 39. Yeah, she was time. horrendously old. Tony is currently 78 years old. And looks better today than she did in that video <laughs> dressed up as a teen. I remember watching that. I was like nine going, who's this old bitch? What is she doing? 
I didn't understand what it was like to peak in high school or uh, live out your dreams or have disappointing uh, adult years. But Tony Basil taught me that in one three-minute song. Don't do it, Brett. There you go. Uh, Brett, you son of a bitch. This is the worst hit song of all time. And this old broad dancing around with these fat teenage, like the cheerleaders were horrendous to make her look better. Oh, look at that beast. Like, this is a 2022 cheer squad. She's the base. This is the woke cheer squad 40 years ago. Look at her. And she's, I guarantee, oh, the dancing's annoying. Oh, God, I can't look at her. I hate her so much. I would bone LeBron before this thing. Oh, this song's awful. This is right when the 80s cocaine kicked in for the majority of people. It was like, what did we, what were we thinking? Oh, she's so goofy looking. Who's Mickey? I don't know. It's when the cocaine kicked in. Yeah, it's the cocaine. It's the <laughs> Did she have she's a talking about the video? malt liquor. Did she have a know. second video? Because that was a that was a huge video on MTV. I remember. Did she yeah, have it was a follow big. up? Yeah, she had another one called Hey Ricky. But all those fat cheerleaders <laughs> died from hypertension. She couldn't do another video. Let's see. Did she have another one? Yeah, she's got. I guarantee Here she is in the sixties. What? Well, she, well she's because I think she was in. I think she was in uh, Easy Rider. What? No kidding. I'm pretty sure she was. I'll look it up here in a second. Wow. Well, here's over my head. I don't know what. There's another video. So of she is 39 and 81. Yeah. yeah. She's she's old. Here's the second follow-up oh, to the Smash Hit yeah. Mickey. <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> Trip Reed probably introduced this. Uh, and now the follow-up like to the Billy Jean. Great It'd big nice hit, Mickey on PLJ New York. Hang on just a second. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to enjoy it. It's Tony Basil, everybody. She was supposed to be some sort of amazing choreographer dancer. I can do this. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and turn this off now because I can hear the radio dial switching all through <laughs> the greater New York area. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I hated it too. Ugh. Hopefully she dies very, very soon. We'll be right back with more PLJ. Couldn't be nice day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know all four of your grandparents' names? Alvar and Isabel and uh, Bill, although his name was Donald, and we don't know why, his, and then uh, Shirley. And I wonder uh, I wonder if they're asking that question like their full name. Toledo, like, do Donald? you know all four of your grandparents? <laughs> Waiting. Uh, saw that coming down the deck. Here we go. Here we go, sir. No, 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 no. Bastard from a basket! Well, the adoptive ones are Ralph no, and no. Margaret. No, no. Look at me. You're lower than a bastard. Do you know? You don't know your... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> He's got to look it up. I do you got to Google your grandparents. I no, I had it, too. Yeah. According to Ancestry.com, 53% of Americans do not know. Brady, do you know your grandparents' names or their goofy what, what monikers? What they just know is Nana and Papa. Apple Chick and... Charles. Charles. His chick. Okay. Uh, I own is Babu. And is I own the real grandma? Yes. Okay. On my dad's side of the family, it's Ed, Edward. Yep. yep. And then Ruth was my... Uh, was The one that went away. His biological mom. And went she away. passed away mean? when I was five or four. Oh, wasn't she crazy? And then Billy was Margaret is her first name, but they called her Billy. Yeah, uh, we got that too. My grandpa's name was Donald and I called him Bill. Huh. Oh, Tony Basil is 78 years old. Yeah, right I know. Now. That's what 
Brady said. She was in Step. Awesome. She was in that uh, Easy Rider. Was she? Yeah. As nineteen, and it's she's credited as uh, ugly young Tony Basil. <laughs> I hated Mickey so much. My sister liked that. So I guarantee you, during casting of that video, she stood there and said, "Nope, that one's too hot. I need fat, ugly cheerleaders because otherwise, I won't look good." Well, she got it. She got all six. <laughs> they wouldn't have go through it. That 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 video, if it was a truck driving through a way station, would have been turned around. They had to dump some load. <laughs> Those were some big-ass cheerleaders. A new poll of 2,000 pet owners found that 25% of them think their dog or cat has what it takes to be a social media star. <laughs> <laughs> How about Chris Robinson does? <laughs> they, oh, absolutely. <laughs> social media. Every dog has what it takes. They just have to do something stupid. The ugly poll- dogs do. Great-looking dogs and ugly. It just depends on what they're doing. The poll found the average American now spends $690 a year on their pets. That's up 50% in the last decade. I'm helping that curve. My dog came home yesterday. By the way, people asking about my Frankie, who was uh, in the hospital all week. Came home yesterday, doing much better, but he hates pills. And one of the worst things you can do as a dog owner is have to shove pills down a dog's throat and then hold their nose until they swallow it. It's the, it's, is he eating? He's eating. He's selective, but he's back to trying food again. That's a good sign. That was a great sign. He's doing good. That was a touch and go, man. That was scary. And it was not cheap. Get pet insurance. I beg all of you with dogs and cats, get pet insurance. It's not worth it when you got something that you can fix and the bill comes and you're like, well, we got to kill it because I can't afford this. It's, it's got to be the worst feeling in the world. Pet insurance, it, it takes up a ton of the bill. Uh, I've got some wild world. Oh. All right, I'm ready. Well, that's it. That, that, that. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild Wild World. Not sure if you saw the uh, Yellowstone National Park little promo they're doing. They're celebrating 150 years. Uh, you can buy a pass for life for yep. 1500 bucks. You donate, and you get an uh, annual pass that'll uh, last forever. The downside of it is, I think it's downside, is you're not able to use the pass until the year 2172. Huh? So in 150 years, you can Why? use that pass. So they're you don't get anything. thinking this promotion will be good because they're looking for you to donate 1500 bucks to the national parks. And you get a and pass? Get nothing it's out an of inheritance it. pass. To people who won't remember you. You can donate it down the, down the line. Yeah. To, to who? If you're surviving family members Kirby's or next generation. Right. Not sure how many they're going to sell. It, Kirby will be dead. Her kids will be in their 60s. It'll be her grandkids. They, they don't want... What did Grandpa got you thinks? Like, the zoo will be the least interesting thing in the world to them with the internet changes and the holograms and the robot animals that you're going to be able to do. If zoos aren't closed in 2075, they've been a failure because they're... It, what a terrible thing. When I saw it, I thought, oh, this is an April Fool's Day, right? Nope. Why would they do that on the 6th of April? Well, they rolled it out last week. Oh. <laughs> You're a little late to the party. Breaking You're, news. Brady's still getting the, some blowback from April Fool's Day. <laughs> a lot of people didn't know about this great opportunity. It's, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing it with us. Worst idea ever. 
<laughs> How about uh, you do a soda conservatory here? Give us a hundred and fifty dollars right now, and you get a Dr Pepper and oh, I don't know, twenty one oh five. Sounds terrible. I'll get one now. This town in England just removed a thousand daffodils from a park to make sure little kids don't eat them. Daffodils are toxic to humans I didn't know and that. to pets. It's rare for anyone to die from a daffodil poisoning. They can cause severe vomiting, diarrhea, stomach pain. And your idiot kids eat them? The bulbs are the most toxic part. No, they don't. This is the reason that uh, people in England are a little upset from the town council to eliminate the daffodils that have been there for years. Yeah, the potential of a kid. they've never had problems yeah. with kids munching on them. So, uh, <laughs> the person said... Uh, one person mocked the whole thing and asked, make sure kids never get stung by killing all the bees. All right, all right. Little bit of a slow day here in the old burg. What you want to take down? Daffodils? Seems reasonable. Let's mow down the daffodils. Save the children's lives. None of the kids have ever eaten a daffodil. Well, they could, though, couldn't they? Especially now that we're talking about it. We brought it up, and now it'll be some sort of internet challenge. Mow down the daffodils. They're beautiful. They look wonderful out in the field. I think we should keep them. Never. I hate daffodils. My ex-wife loved daffodils. If I see another one, I'll kill a man. Especially that Matt. The one sleeping with my ex-wife. Bringing her daffodils all the time. Let's take away that opportunity. That's right, Matt. I Matt, know. I know what you're doing picking daffodils for my ex-wife. No more daffodils. This sounds like there's something Quite underlying. Lovely. There's a dude in charge of something that hates it. I love daffodils, and I hate my ex-husband, Herbert. I'll show her. Matt will never find another daffodil in this town, that's for sure. He's going to have to travel all the way to Bunksburg. A bun thump. That's your wild, wild world. How was that wild world? I guess daffodils. Flora and fauna. Flora and fauna, is that what we're doing? <laughs> that was just wildlife. <laughs> also includes the growth. Stupid Matt. Own, always on about him getting daffodils, and that field is just free. If he wants daffodils, he's going to have to pay. There's a 74-year-old woman in Pennsylvania named Celestia Barker. She was upset with the police last month because she didn't like that her grandson was hit with felony drug charges. She said uh, he only had a small amount of marijuana and a pipe. Sure. And she committed a felony on her own. She allegedly told the officer that she practices white witchery. And so... And he'd be a target if uh, he didn't drop the drug charges. Yeah. Cops said, you threatening me? <laughs> she doubled down and said, I'm not threatening you. Just saying, uh, you know, you best be looking over your shoulder. There's a threat, felony on her. No kidding. Yeah. White witchery. Yeah. Not sure what kind of... Uh, it's privileged. Well, the witchery. worst kind. Yeah, it's, it's the worst kind. Ask a black person. It's the worst kind of witchery. I put up a sign that said delicious daffodils, and Matt didn't fall for it, but two kids are sick, so mow them down. Damn it. Damn Matt. I thought for sure he'd try to eat one. Thwarted by Matt. Thwarted by my stupid sign, delicious (laughs) daffodils. Who would have guessed those kids would have... Stupid Matt walked right by it. Can't hold my wife, that honey hole of hers. Shove his daffodils right down his throat. I do miss the hole. I do do love her very much. (laughs) Still, still three years later, it's still the hardest day of my life. Stupid and, Matt. 
<laughs> he just goes. God, I hate you, man. Oh, I've done this two sick heads, in there? That's my fault for the delicious daffodil sign. This leader of town council, I have to say, I'd like to put a ban on uh, Sarah. We can't ban your ex-wife. Well, why not? I'm in charge of something. Keep her from doing everything. We have some criminals that are on the run in England. The protein bandits. <laughs> I've named them that. <laughs> Matt. Because uh, it happened in Herefordshire, England. Um, they stuffed pork chops in uh, exhaust pipes. Drumsticks and wheel rims on cars. Oh. And there's uh, numerous properties that were egged. I know this is not our country, but they're behaving like Americans, and I'd like to apologize to Hungry Africa for this abusive food. <laughs> Look at that. Shoving pork chops in a tailpipe is funny looking. I tried that once. I was a protein bandit. Stupid <laughs> Matt found it. Car started right up, didn't it? Little foodie news: If you're a fan of the uh, McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich, you can now buy your crispy chicken sandwich rug for sixty-five bucks. Oh, thank God! It's like you can what put is it? In front of your uh, sink or in your bathroom. You see that uh, beanbag that Ben has in his office is just a big chicken sandwich. Is that That's what that the is? Pop- yeah. That was from Popeyes. Popeyes chicken yeah, sandwich beanbag. Yeah. Evidently, Ben had a date with a black guy. And, uh, <laughs> it went well. Because, man, oh, man, he's getting all these weird gifts from Popeyes now. <laughs> I love you, Ben. Here's some more uh, delicious treats from my, my my punch card at my favorite restaurant. None says love like a spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is actually quite true. Sorry to jump back, but isn't that a great band name? Herefordshire Meat Attack. Oh, man. <laughs> That's got to be on Marcus's show Sunday. If it's not already. Right. I've got a quick pee pee poo poo news. Well, hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your pee pee poo poo news. Scientists still aren't sure why coffee makes you need to use the bathroom. Poop, Brady. The two leading theories are it causes contractions in your colon, or it makes us produce more stomach acid. Which helps with digestion. Or it's garbage and your body's trying to shoot it out of you. What, the coffee? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's nice. Your body recognizes it as something it doesn't want and unloads it. One study from uh, 1986 found it could be true. That makes your stomach produce more acid. And a small study in 2009 seemed to back that up. Stomach acid helps us digest food. Drink coffee and poop. That's your pee-pee poo-poo news. Very fast. Wow. <laughs> he smells that food over there. Yeah, he does. Let's get to the Brady videos. <laughs> Let's move it out. Brady, that we food. Got some super quick ones. That food's getting cold. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, this is pretty cool. This guy in uh, Dallas, Texas, his April Fool's Day joke on Dallas. Was he rickrolled the entire city? Oh, I saw that. It's pretty cool. Used 300 drones into the sky. He sent them up there and um, <laughs> created a giant QR code. Pretty much useless drones on the ground, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your extra information was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Put the drones in the sky. Well, so yeah. it was in the sky with the QR code, and you scanned it on your phone, you got rickrolled. Yeah. There aren't uh, ground drones? Ooh, there's ground drones. That's how they start. <laughs> And they're most useful. They're just paperweights, though. I guess really. That's true. Once you get them in the air, they're impressive drones. But on the ground, it's nothing more than a shoe. 
It's pretty neat though. This this guy went to a lot. I think it's really cool how they do these uh, and the formation drone is just shows. So tight. Yeah, it is. Oh, he still got the thing going. Yeah, he put the the QR code in the air. Oh, Larry's getting hard if you oh, saw this. It's fascinating. And then people would take a picture of the QR code and it would play Rick Astley. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> That's pretty great. He's got Rick rolled. That's pretty awesome. I'm going to see Rick Astley in May. Are you really? Where's so. he playing? Uh, he's with the new kids on the block. and uh, That's why you're going. Well, actually, Adam Ray, the comedian, said, You want to go, bro? Like what? Hey, I, I mean, I can get us in there. I know Joey. All right. He's friends with Joey McIntyre. And he's, he asked me if I wanted to go. If you want to go with me, I'll take you. All right. Did I get to meet Rick Astley? Okay. If you want. Brady, uh, Tom, One last Brady Tom Wintermeyer took all of the food away. What? It'll be all right, buddy. Brady, we'll get you some more. It's not the end of food. It's okay. <laughs> it's going to be all right. There's bacon everywhere. Big country. <laughs> Matt is going to marry your ex-wife. Last one's a quality KO. Okay. A knockout in some sort of a wrestling event. Here it comes. Oh, oh, it's a kickboxing. Oh, oh, oh! That's oh, bad one, refereeing. Two, that, one, that's two, triple down. The only worse referee is in Rocky movies. This guy <laughs> should not have taken those last two punches. Couldn't get over there quick oh, enough. Oh, my God. He is asleep on his feet, and the guy hits him two more times. I think he ran in. He was taking a sip on his drink. What kind of horrible asshole throws those last two punches? It is clear you've won this fight. You're locked in, man. That dude is not coming back. I know, I know. Until he's down, he's not down, but Man. Just making sure, boss. As a, oh, he hits him oh, with a heel kick. That is evil. Keep your mouth open. You're going to you run that wrist. Still standing. Oh, Still standing. Right? That puts him out. No, it isn't. That it's is that. Right there. Well, it is, but I mean, he's <laughs> he's he's sleeping from the kick. He's confused from the kick. Look, the first right here. Didn't get it. No, Matt he's got asleep. Got <laughs> he's triple asleep. He, he's lucky he didn't wake up from yeah. the second or third punch. Mickey Ward always says I'd have been knocked out in the fights that I've been in if the guy didn't stop punch. If he'd have stopped punching me, because the next punch usually woke me up. Great fight between Timothy Bradley and Ruslan Provodnikov from oh God, 2012, I think. And uh, Timothy Bradley gets punched so hard, you can see him go out, asleep, standing on his feet. And Ruslan hits him again, and he wakes right up. Hands go back on the woke him. It's like, if, yeah, if he hadn't done that, concuss me and unconcuss me. I get him kicked in the head by a mule. Oh, my God, we got to get Doug's receipt. Yep. You do that now? Yeah. All right. Son of a Brady's got his uh, People machine. People don't want to wait. <laughs> no, nobody should wait. All right, here we go. Get Brady your, doesn't want to wait. Get your texting fingers ready. 97936. Today's receipt is from... Uh, this was just... What is that? I can't even read that. It's you and Brett. That's I think that's when we went for uh, drinks four, after. Four drinks. What did we get? That? We were at the... Cinnamon. The, it was the uh, downstairs bar at the Aria. Is, is that rock? Yeah. Oh, we got those cherry vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, so... Yeah, we, had, we each had a couple drinks. All right. We had two Tito's and sodas. 
and two Sorokin sodas. That's it. Yep. Four drinks. It's under $100. I told you that yesterday. Yeah. That's right. It's in the lobby bar. Yeah, Brett and I were just bored. And went but it's still at the Aria, and right. it's still a casino bar. So, so, right. So, I'll tell you right now, the Tito's and sodas, which were cheaper, which were more expensive, actually, than the Sorokin soda, which I thought would be the opposite. Yeah. Uh, the Tito's and sodas are $17. Okay. Sorokin soda's cheaper. 17 bucks a drink. 17 bucks a drink. And they were just bucket glasses. We yeah, weren't doubling. Weren't, we weren't no, doing anything special. They weren't talls. No. Good God. Thank God that's comped. Uh, <laughs> all right. So how much is it? That's all we need to know. Exact amounts. No dollar sign. It's four numbers with a decimal point. Decimal that's point, it. of course, represents the change. So No signature, no nothing. Today's text. Don't email. Right. Today is two numbers, decimal point, two more numbers. And we want the exact amount. Two Tito's and sodas at the lobby bar at the Aria. Two Ciroc and sodas. The Tito's are more expensive. It's seventeen apiece. I'll tell you that. I'm giving you a little hint right there. It's somewhere between fifty and ninety dollars. Uh, Billy just emailed and says, "Cara doesn't like your Popeyes jokes that you made earlier about Ben's." Uh, <laughs> oh no, Cara's already <laughs> firing off a few. Do we still have that uh, clip of that guy who ate, who had the greatest time ever eating a Popeye sandwich? Oh, I just took it out. Oh of my god, I, I forgot about that until just now. Anyway, all right. Do you have a guess for me, Brady? Yeah. What is it? $83 and 52 cents. You are one penny off the change, one way or the other. Uh, eh, not crazy close. But your change is your change is remarkable. Good luck. All right, all I gotta do is text 97936. Get that final price one in there. Person got Already it. got one. All right, Jeez. good. So we got a qualifier already. Nice work. It's got to be a bartender that knows yeah, those prices. Yeah, that knows exactly that. Adds tax, does the thing. Guess the price. It's Doug Hopkins' price guarantee. 2AT, right down to the penny. You'll qualify to win $5,000 at UFest from TV's Doug Hopkins. Check him out, DougHopkins.com. Thanks to Doug, his crew over there, uh, for throwing this $5,000 guarantee. Our direction. One of you guys is going to win it be the only person that's ever gotten Doug Hopkins' guarantee because he never misses the price, and that's why you can't. So good luck to you. Text away, 979-362. Two sodas and uh, vodka, two Ciroc's and vodka. Tito's and Ciroc. Brady was off. I'll tell you that. He got the change close, but he was off. It's 98 KUPD. Good luck, everybody. There's a little ACDC for you. I heard that one a little bit. Who made who? It is, uh, wow, it's already 8.33. Larry hates fat chicks. Kara hates the blacks. LeBron's <laughs> still not in the playoffs. Fantastic morning here uh, on Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, um, Billy Dee Williams' birthday. Oh, man. The whole Kirby D. Bogan, Kirby D. Williams, came from Billy D. Were you here for that? Yeah. Yeah. Was that when it switched over, when Brett was here? I thought it was before that. My, that part might have been yeah, just before it happened. Where I was talking about facial hair. Yeah. Yeah, but I think the, the Kirby D started when I was here. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But the facial yeah. hair started before that. Then it started that day because yeah. the day I asked him, I said, it's Kirby, because we were trying to make a bet on tomato pants, which Brady has clammed up on, so to speak. Wow. Pardon the pun. Nice, nice pun. <laughs> <laughs> He's not allowed to talk about that. And he got yelled at at home. I'm sure of it. He hasn't told me that, but I'm sure of it. And we were making bets on whether he, with the day she becomes a woman. And uh, said, are we close? And Brady said, yeah, she's she's showing signs that it's hitting. She's got a little mustache. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? And then so we turned her into Kirby D. Williams. That's not how a girl becomes a woman. Of course, then again in 2022, who knows? 
Hopefully my kid doesn't end up dating OJ's wife, but uh, now I'm looking pretty sharp. Got the wax out there. So for uh, got her a pit bull shaver for her birthday fantastic. last year. Isn't that wonderful? I got her some oil, some uh, mustache Beard wax, oil. and yeah, <laughs> nice stuff. Beard oil. But that was how Brady thought of a girl became a woman, and it confused us to no end. So now Billy D. Williams has a place on our show. We got to figure out a way to make that uh, something we celebrate today in Kirby's honor of a real father. Billy D. Williams, who has got to be 80, 80 or 82, I'm guessing. How old is he? Just looking. I'm guessing 80 or 82. What do we got? Nothing? Uh, 85. He's 85. Yeah, he was born in 37. Remember that uh, at the end of that last Star Wars when he goes, so where are you from? And she goes, I don't know. Well, let's find out. And he's like 82 at the time. Just, he's going to pound that girl. He was still smooth as silk, the Billy D. Go foot if that. Still yeah. got space game. Space game? Earth is space. He's got game everywhere. That dude is smooth. He's 85. He looks better today than I will ever have looked in yeah. my entire life. If somebody said to me today, there's a procedure, John, that will turn you into modern-day Billy D. Williams, your face. Would you do it? I'm like, absolutely. I would. It's so much better to have his face at 85 than mine at 49. Better to have his face than mine at any time in my life, let alone. I would take 85 year old Clint Eastwood, Billy D. Williams, just place it right on my face and just go, yep, that's it. I wish that technology existed where I could deep fake this face away. Get rid of this particular face that I have for anything else, including 85 year old. Billy D. Williams. He Cara looks fantastic. Like huh? Carl wouldn't like that. She would not. Because <laughs> Carl would think that me being, you know, a f- guy. <laughs> she doesn't know what I said. <laughs> Drive her absolutely crazy. Baby, let's take you out and get rid of some of that tension with a Colt 45 and a little bit of Billy D's action. Anyway, keep guessing, uh, but happy birthday to the great Billy D. Williams. Who who would you change faces with, Brady, in Hollywood? Are you talking about, like, Billy D. Williams' Get rid of your older? face for anyone. Would you change your face currently for Billy D. Williams' face? Oh, yeah. Would yeah. you? Yeah, you get rid There's of this. There's not a door that I wouldn't be, you know, I could ring on any, ring the doorbell, be invited. With a six of cold forty five, I'm going in everyone's house. <laughs> so this is just an, an it's effort. A very to inviting. Be inside more people's homes. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, it makes it more social. Jeez. Impossible. So you think the one thing that's kept you from your neighbors uh, inviting you in is your face? Probably truth to that. <laughs> <laughs> that is why you Brad would switch Pitt faces is up there. Well, yeah, but of course yeah. that's up. There. I'm talking about like you know something anybody. Like, are you at that level where you're like, I'd ex- I, I, I personally would exchange it with pretty much anyone. Name a celebrity. I'd be like, yep. Guy I'd Fieri. Just, uh, I gotta, I'll tell you this. He's better looking than me. He's a douche. But yeah, he's. Uh, I would switch faces with him. 
I'm pretty, anything to get rid of this face would be all right by me. I look in the mirror every day. John I'm, C. Riley. Yep. Okay. Switch your faces. You don't have to take your face away. You don't mind. Not switch. Like, he wouldn't do it. He, he wouldn't be up for it. Did you take my face? I did, John C. Riley. You don't have to give that back. It's mine. Um. Yeah, I'd switch with John C. Riley. I don't like looking at this one anymore. It's awful. So many things. Sandra going. Bullock. Mm-mm. Oh man, I'd go mad. Why would I do that? Sarah Jessica Parker. Good God, no! That's where I draw the line. <laughs> I knew I'd find one. Yeah, I'm not that bad. <laughs> Good God, no! What a horror! <laughs> I think I struggle looking in the mirror now. Oh, if I had the Schumer, but she got a better face than I do. Imagine Matthew Broderick has to roll over and see, see that every see morning that thing every with no day. makeup on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about night terrors. Jesus God Almighty. Witch! Witch! Like, no, it's Sarah. Oh, God, every morning it's scary. He wakes up, the first thing he does is call 911. <laughs> She's gone. There's no way this thing's still alive. <laughs> it's alive! He's got sugar cubes and carrots on the yeah. nightstand for recording. <laughs> and the other members of Twisted Sister outside. Your band's here. They want you to leave. Yeah, I'd switch with pretty much anybody but her. Amy Schumer, I'd finally do to that face what it deserves. I'd, I'd start losing weight and treat it like a human being. That can be fixed. Yeah, Schumer's got a better face than I do. It's just hidden under all that other face. Yeah, I would, I'd switch with Billy D right now. Immediately. Billy D. Williams is uh, drastically more... Good looking. Remember that Christopher, was it Christopher Plummer? That was a hundred. He still might be alive. Like a hundred years old. And I looked at him and I'm like, I'll never look as good as that guy does now. And he was a century old. I lost that genetic lottery in a big way. Huge. Uh, He died in 21. No, he died last year. And he was a hundred, right? Awfully darn close. He was born in 29. No, no, he's almost. Dick Van Dyke still. Dick Van Dyke looks better today than I'll ever look. And not at that age. I'm talking about now. Like, Dick Van Dyke and I were in a beauty contest, and you didn't, age was not a factor. You're like, that guy, the tall one. Ooh. And I'd slink off. The guy with chemo tried hard, but he's out. <laughs> Billy D and I, man, oh, man. That would be a good face swap. The colors wouldn't match. My neck would look funny, but that's how every girl looks. Lou inside. Holtz. Uh, yeah, I'd switch with Lou Holtz. Do I get his voice, too? I keep the yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. No, that's just a body oh. swap. That's Freaky Friday. Just the face. Just this, I'd take Lou Holtz's face over this one. Can I just walk up to you every once in a while and say, Hey, Freddy, look, it's taking. Lord Jesus Christ has blessed me with the face of Lou Holtz. Go uh, Notre Dame. Edward James almost. Yeah. Play Connect the Dots every night. I'd have a game. <laughs> Young Sebastian Bach. Oh, God. <laughs> I would pleasure myself constantly with that face. I'd <laughs> never get out of the him. house. I would never <laughs> leave the mirror. You guys would do it. If I came in looking like that, you'd be like, okay. Yeah, it'd be a- I'm going to go full Antonio Sherrod McGarity right now and whip out. Uh, keep guessing the Doug Hopkins uh, game of uh, of uh, exact prices. That's it. His uh, yeah, price guarantee game. That girl's gone wild video he runs during the concert. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> She's it's beautiful. <laughs> Early 90s Sebastian Bach is a gloriously pretty woman. And then that dude on stage is like, oh, what is that, her dad? looks horrible. Should not be running pictures of what he used to look like next. And now he doesn't look. I'd switch faces with him now even. But he looks a little like me now. Like we looked alike. Like we could have been brothers. He'd have been the good one. And I, but back Fire in the day. your uh, teeth down a little more. But yeah, there's something going on with the nubby teeth. But just beautiful. Earlier pictures. 
Uh, we had two Tito's and sodas and two Ciroc's and sodas. The Tito's were more expensive. They were 17. Figure out the rest. I got an email from a guy who goes, I just threw numbers out. Said I got it right. I think it was the second guess. I'm like, there you go. That's all you got to do. And uh, we will uh, spin the wheel of dick after all the qualifiers get into a certain little category. Toledo will take all the people who got the answer correct and uh, draw one. And that person is then qualified to win $5,000 from Doug Hopkins. Easy enough. DougHopkins.com will get you there. The price guarantee is the one he gives you. Just like today, the one you give us, it doesn't move because it's the correct one. Easy peasy. Good luck to all of you. Five grand in your pocket. Plus, you get U-Fest tickets for just qualifying. Uh, All you got to do is guess it right, get drawn. You're one of six people that has a shot. Good luck to all of you. The guesses will be another uh, 15 minutes or so, and uh, we'll be ready to give you that prize. It's 98 KUPD. Uh, and uh, the time is up now. The guessing game for Doug Hopkins' glorious game is now over. Uh, I believe that uh, Toledo has knocked it out. We had a lot of people that got it today. Uh, easier to guess four drinks than it is that entire meal at Salt Bay. Which Bunch of alcoholics. Yeah, you boozers. <laughs> 71.53 was today's number. And if you're last-second dragon, I don't know if they've shut her down yet. Fired off. If you haven't gotten it yet, I gave you the answer. I don't know if that's legal or not, but, if you know, take your chances. Like I've always said. You ain't skirting the edges. You ain't giving it a shot here, kid. Uh, so that's how it was. Yeah, two of the Tito's and sodas were 34 even. That's two drinks. And shorts, too. I know. And shorts. And then we got two of the Ciroc's and sodas, and they were 32. So we spent 66 before taxes. But that was after a good run on the uh, Wheel of Fortune. Oh, yeah, we were fine. Yeah. We did just fine. Yeah, you and I both took a break because we were getting tired of winning. <laughs> It was a good weekend. Uh, I got an email that says, man, uh, as uh, I got into the drawing, I guessed the correct answer. I'm looking forward to that call from Toledo. Got to say, though, man, that's a good amount of cash for just a couple of drinks. Those Vegas prices, huh? Best part of my situation is uh, that would have only been half the fee because my chick don't drink. She prefers an IV drip. Signed, uh, Nathan Sutherland, Christian rapper, formerly of Hacienda Healthcare. But then it said, also aspiring filmmaker, I'll film, I'll fill you in later. I'm making a movie. And Brady, you talked about, uh, we have a very star-studded group of emails. You talked about white witchcraft. Guy said, I had some chick player white witch, witchery on me. I was minding my own business on a plane. Chick next to me started chanting and muttering under her breath. Next thing I know, my my gigantic wang was out making worms from the witchery right there on the plane. Signed Antonio Sherrod McGarity. Yeah, that'll happen. White witchery will make you pull your wiener out. The fact. Wow, all these celebrity uh, local newsers have come out. Somebody asked. Uh, remember, because uh, the guy uh, the guy made a list yesterday of uh, uh, infamous celebrities that have come on to the show. Through their activities. Antonio Sherrod McGarity, greatest name ever of a guy who whipped out four t- not once, not twice, not three, just four times on a three hour flight and caught a, caught some shut eye from Seattle to Phoenix. That's an amazing story to have. I don't know that I could work up four times of getting my wang out for somebody who wanted to see it on a three hour flight, let alone. And that's what he was figuring. Get a That's nap? impressive. Yeah. Who's so in, not impressed with that? Yeah. He's in the uh, Morning Sickness Mention Hall of Fame. Paul Manchaka Jr., of Manchaka. course. He is the... McGarity. McGarity. Manchaka. And then uh, somebody brought up... Uh, Sutherland. Or Sutherland. Uh, Sutherland's definitely in there. What was his name? The uh, 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 
Cavage something. Uh, his name, the, the Cat Savage, we called him. He was the guy who was raping that cat at the library in Mesa. Right. Uh, his last name rhymed with Savage. I don't remember his first name. Terrible story. But he's we got to bring him into the mix, too. Do you know that story? No. Somebody was uh, over there going, hey, uh, some guy Cats over there seduced. in the bathroom raping a cat. And uh, the noises were horrendous. And the police went over. Sure enough, there's a dude working it into the back end of a cat. Oh. Yeah. Cat's screaming and yelling. Dude's like, yeah, but the cat was asking for it. Cat wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it was what he said. And uh, he's now the mayor of Mesa. Who knew? I forgot his name, but somebody brought him up yesterday. I'm like, that guy needs to go into the, the infamous Morning Sickness Hall of Fame. But Manchaka is the he's the he's the king of uh, of ruining names. You can't be Antonio Sherrod McGarity. You're up there. You're getting there. Oh, and how about the kid in uh, Falcon? Was it guy Falcon? Balloon Boy? Oh no, that's an old. No, that's not. You don't know his name though. But that's the. Uh, um, what was the kid at ASU we were making fun of that uh, he had a great oh, name too? Yeah, and we got to get on that. We need a list of infamous people we've brought up on the show. But he douched around and did something, and girls got mad. Oh, didn't he have uh, bomb equipment? And if that's the guy, the suspicion of bestiality with a cat, what was his name? We called him something, something, the cat savage. Michael Navage. Navage, the cat savage. That's right. Michael Navage, the cat savage. And it's those names we want to continue to repeat because their behavior was irredeemable. There's nothing they can do to get forgiveness except for from Brady and his Jesus that I should say he should never be forgotten for what he's most known for. Michael Navage, the cat savage, should not be able to go into a job application situation with, I have heard your name on the radio. Why do I know your name? Because of Michael Navage, the cat savage. I, uh, but I'm better now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. KUPD's job will be to never, ever let you forget <laughs> that once you rape a cat and get caught raping a cat, that's what you're going to be known for forever. Your name needs to be out there. We need to name streets after those people. Not, not after people we admire. No more Washington or Jefferson Street. We need uh, Navage and Sutherland and those names. And I go, why is it named after these people? Let me tell you the great story. Of Phoenix's own Nathan Sutherland, and it's just horrible and living infamy forever. It's not an honor to have a street named after you. You're named after something awful. And never ever forget Sutherland them. Acres. Yeah, always name it after people we never want to forget. So we can always say, "Well, why is it named Sutherland Acres?" And then some wise old sage will take the wheat out of his mouth and go, "Because there was a time the net man impregnated a comatose woman at the Hacienda Healthcare, and nobody should ever forget it." So we've named a bunch of stuff after him in case you have a query. And this is Manchaka You're doing Acres. It, uh, ahead, which is nice because eventually stuff we've named yeah. gets canceled. Right. Just We're already just getting canceled. way ahead of the game. Name it after bad guys. We know that already. And the whole purpose is to keep their name in the dark light of misery. I live in Manchaka Acres. Why is it named that? Well, back in the time I knew Manchaka, he was pretending to be mentally retarded and having people wipe his filthy ass. Then he'd wander away normal. He just liked to have his butt rubbed for nineteen dollars an hour. <laughs> the histories and the oh when yeah, you draw, when you drive into the community. Yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, forty-five acres. We've put up thirty-three houses. It's an absolute beautiful area. Everybody gets a little space, and it's named after one of Phoenix's most famous residents, Michael Navage. He raped a cat. I'm sure there's a song about Michael Navage and uh, Marcus's life <laughs> somewhere down there. Anyway. Uh, 
ASU kid's name was Logan Baker Reynolds, and he had explosives in his room. <laughs> he took a lady back there and tried to make fireworks for her. He's got to blow up the whole place. Logan Baker Reynolds. He didn't do anything bad, though. He didn't get anything named after him. He did something cool. He was trying to make... He's a college kid making things ex- fireworks. I thought the firefighter was banging the sheep. Yeah, we yeah. got to get his name out there. That was Joe Arpaio's buddy. Best part about that story was he was doing it missionary. Ah! And it was a lamb. Didn't even get to finish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and his words in the police report when the guy opened the door goes, hey, What are you up to in there? I'm sorry, man. I'm f-ing your sheep. Yeah, he was a Mesa firefighter. He was a fire captain. Or My chief, wife left chief. me. Leroy yeah. Johnson. Leroy Johnson. <laughs> That's right. Put him on the list, too. Let me start emailing me as Leroy Johnson. You know, the lamb. <laughs> We've got some gems in our 21 years. But I don't think anybody tops Nathan Sutherland. I think that guy and Paul Munchaka are the two, like... Yeah. The bar is high if you want to try to surpass their behavior. And Antonio Sherrod McGarity, I just don't know how you pulled that off or pulled that out. Uh, so Rock Wars is coming up in just a little There's bit. Leroy. There's Leroy Johnson. Not what you'd expect of a name of Leroy Johnson. From no. my bigoted mind, that is not the picture I would play. If you did one of those things where you put six pictures of people and then six names, you had to draw lines to who belonged to that name, Leroy Johnson and this guy would never have a direct connection. I'd have missed that one. Carl would have missed it, too. No, Carl would have definitely missed it. <laughs> Come on, his neighbor's name? What's his neighbor's name? Pulled, a, pulled the neighbor who has the... Improbable name of Alan Goats. No kidding. The farmer's name was uh, Goats. You caught me, Alan. Yeah. I tried and to F your sheep. Tried to F your sheep. And then they threw him in jail. And then shortly after that, Joe Arpaio came after us for bestiality because that was his friend and he was trying to get it out of the media. So he, he, we did something and he was like, that's sexual with animals. I'm like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Can't go out there having sex with animals there. Leroy after. To try to cover your tracks. It would mean the world to me, Joe. What were you doing in there? I was trying to f- sheep. I know that part, but geez. And that's uh, Navage the Cat Savage, right? No, no. This is Ohio's sex toy thief was caught in the act. <laughs> Brady, how come this didn't make the Brady report? Yeah. Hold on a Protecting Ohio, huh? Well, he's not from Arizona. We don't care about <laughs> international or national. It's OH. I know. That's Brady's world. Brady has to live with that. We spent time trying to file down all the weirdos in Ohio, we'd be here all day. It's the Florida of the Midwest. We've Florida. got homing communities and stuff named after those people in Ohio already. Menchaca should be a city. Anybody asks. It goes on Wikipedia. The city is named after a guy who pretended to be mentally retarded to get caretakers to wipe his ass for 19 bucks. He did it like 20 times. And after the, uh, yeah, I was going to say, 25th time. Somebody finally got wise to it, went around the block once, and saw him walking down the road normal. When I just wiped a, a normal's ass, that's not what I signed up for. Skipping down the street. Yeah. If they're not challenged, I'm not wiping their asses. That's where I draw the line. Wiping a normal guy's ass. That's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, we got Rock Wars coming up in just seconds. I believe it's mine because last week we were off, so I get to pick. And I'm, I've got it already if you guys are interested in hearing it. Here's sure, the top. do it. Uh, because it's 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 an uplifting one today. Oh. Now, I'm banning already any movie montage, especially the Karate Kid, the best around. Okay? Okay. Those are out. You'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Out. 
This is, for today, a song for uh, being the best. The Suns are the best in basketball, guaranteed. And we need to motivate ourselves to have like that uplifting movie moment for them. A song that lets you go, wow, we get the best. It's the best, guaranteed. I don't think that since 93, the Suns have not been the best team in basketball, ever. And the only thing they can do is win a championship. So... We need a theme song for them as they roll into the playoffs. So we're banning movie soundtracks. Movie soundtracks okay. and all that kind of stuff okay. are out. Yeah, yeah. And, and, of course, Metallica, Pantera, and things like that all banned. But a song, a rock song that basically says, this is the Suns' theme for 2022's playoff run. Okay. Because they're going to make it, and they are the best. And this is it. They have to win it. If they don't, it's a complete failure. So uh, something, a tribute to the Suns, the greatest Suns team of all time, according to record right now. And if they win the championship, that guarantees it. That cements it as the greatest sports uh, basketball team in Phoenix history, which I think is fantastic. So, uh, Marcus, you're going to have a hard time with this one because it's hockey. Maybe. It's hockey ball. <laughs> but I think you might have to. See, this is where I was thinking I twisted the game a little on Marcus and made it kind of an uplifting, fun thing. Oh, I, I, I have, don't think you've got a lot of those in your well, pocket. Well, it depends how you define uplifting, don't you? <laughs> it's a, see, no, this is where he's genius. We'll see how he uplifts versus everything else. Something that... Uh, Maybe we shouldn't let Marcus do the eulogy. As often said, this is kind of one of those moments. Uh, we'll find out. But if you have any suggestions, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936 or email and do whatever you feel like doing. Uh, and then we'll have that on there. We'll find out what the selections are and we'll vote next. It's Rock Wars coming up. It's 98. 98- Damn it, who sent that email, though? I got an email from a guy that says, my 10-year-old daughter wants a hamster. I told her the only way we'll allow this if we name it Rodney Stanger. Am I being unreasonable? And Brett didn't know about the Rodney no, Stanger story. No, first I've heard of it. <laughs> if you don't know the Rodney Stanger story, uh, just Google it. Today. Watch the newscast. That's there's on, a newscast yeah. that evidently Rodney Stanger is a small hamster that uh, murdered his girlfriend and then also abducted a 16-year-old lifeguard, <laughs> slaughtered her body, and left it in the woods. It's a hamster. According to the news. I don't know who that newscaster is, but she needs to be on the uh, national feed. Because oh, 100%. She like a champ, the Rodney Stanger picture. Google it. Rodney Stanger's very funny. And yes, you should always... Every hamster should be... If you have multiple hamsters, don't they eat each other? Didn't, oh, no, you had... Yeah, the males will kill will, each will other. Will kill each other, right? Uh, one needs to be named Rodney Stanger. That's it. Uh, also, Leroy Johnson has already emailed yeah. the former fire chief that got accused of having sex with sheep. He goes, hey, 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 hey. Don't judge it till you try it. Son. Leroy Johnson. <laughs> also, uh, Michael Navich, the cat savage, evidently has a Facebook page going, all right, everybody, back the f- off. It's impossible to have sex with a cat, especially a three-month-old cat. If you have to post on Facebook at any time in your life the words, I did not f- that cat, you were too close to actually a cat. If someone accuses you of having sex with a cat... Your pants are down. You were real close to banging that cat. Nobody just makes that wild accusation. I mean, I've looked at Marcus a few times and go, he's up to no good, but never once have I said, that <laughs> yeah, guy's probably cats. And then go on to, And then go on to the authorities. Yeah. Marcus strives to have people uh, Thank you. ask I'm him questions. I'm glad you had that yeah. impression of me. I always think there's probably something That should be part of your weird resume. going on. Yeah. <laughs> Never been accused of effing a cat. Yeah. <laughs> it should be on your list of things about me. Things I'm proud of. Never been accused. Never accused been, or yeah, convicted. Never been convicted of cats. 
Anyway, uh, it's 9.33. Larry hates fat chicks. Kara hates the blacks. LeBron's not in the playoffs. And Rodney Stenger did it. Uh, it is uh, time for Rock Wars. Suns, 63 wins. It's time for, uh, as a city, that you just get a little pride in that. Look, I'm not a Cardinal fan, but if the Cardinals went 17-0, and I'd be tipping my cap to that, too. Outstanding. The best Cardinal team of all time, I think, has won 13 games, maybe 14. Yeah, Carson Palmer. Well, that was the 13. If they ever won 14 or 15, you got to tip your cap. That's outstanding. So, uh, Suns hitting 63, and I happen to be a Suns fan. I love that team, especially lately. I admit it. I hopped on. I was out of basketball for a long time. They're too fun to ignore. The NBA is great again, uh, and LeBron is not in the playoffs and slowly drifting into the sunset, which will make the NBA tolerable. Uh, and the Suns are just absolute uh, fun to watch. Best team in the league, best team the Suns have ever had. Uh, the only route here is championship, championship or bust. The whole season's a failure if they don't win at all. That's a lot of pressure. So they need a little motivation from the local people around here. I tried to put a positive spin on today's Rock Wars to see what Marcus would do with sunshine and flowers. And I don't know that he's going he's gonna to probably make a poison out of it. Uh, however, and if you like Marcus, he's uh, part of Into the Pit on Sunday nights. Rock Wars is brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pond. I don't think that's in here anymore. I don't think my I don't know I don't know what to read. I think it is. Let's see. I think they're still in. I don't have it memorized. There it is. Short and long term collateral loans from ten dollars to hundred thousand. No credit needed. Top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. Uh, a song for the Suns playoff run. Something good. Uh, and we've banned all movie soundtrack connections. And we are the champions is banned, too. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we did that off here. Yeah. We are the champions is out. Uh, Brady, I want you to go first. Give all me right. Something. Give me something good, kid. Well, last night was a historic win. That's right. Big celebrate it like you did last night, but you still got to finish them off. And I'm going with Static X. Destroy all. Oh, nice. I feel like Brady had a ringer for this. No, this is his wedding band. Yeah. Not, his, not the one on his finger, you know what I mean. Static X was the band that played at Brady's wedding. Sing along, Brady. Good research, Marcus. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. No, don't, don't. I was kidding. I didn't mean it. <laughs> Destroy everyone? Destroy all. That's what the same thing. Destroy everyone's hate. <laughs> <What I said. laughs> yeah, it's that thing. Uh, Marcus, you go. Uh, I think I surprised you on this one, then, because this is a semi-uplifting song, because it also involves... Wouldn't it be weird if he did Ain't No Stopping Us Now, that we thought Brady was going to... I'd just walk out. I would just walk out of the room. Show's over. If if you pulled Ain't No Stopping Us Now out of your hat right now, I just... That's it. We're done. All the mics turn off. I walk home. Actually, it's Afternoon Delight. No, I'm kidding. No, uh, this one, uh, because I know everyone counted the Suns out for a long time, and, and most people counted them out even when they were winning because it's yep. just so easy to say, ah, oh, it's an yeah. Arizona team, whatever. 50-year history of counting them out, and you've been right. Yep, and this is kind of a fan rally, and I know the people that live in this state, so I'll, I went with Slipknot's Pulse of the Maggots. Oh, going for the fans, pushing the fans, saying, all right, everybody, follow us. This is a great song. Let's start with a big F word. Also, the maggots is motivation. Yeah. It's that noise right there. Whatever you're doing, you're going to do it fast. Oh, this would get the crowd moving. Oh, yeah. The old people would definitely leave. They'd move. Exactly. Or have heart attacks. So, two birds, one stone. I like that. All right. Pulse of the uh, maggots by Slipknot. Sir? Brett? Well, the Suns have been walking through the uh, NBA just 
with the biggest no. balls of them all. So we're going with <laughs> snot, my no. balls, your chin. I thought you were going to do walking on sunshine. No, no, no. <laughs> my balls, your chin. Because that's where Devin and CB3, CB3 are put. And Brady didn't do it. Let's, say, let's hear it for Brady for not doing basketball, Joe. <laughs> or basketball from Curtis Blow. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's AJ Scratch. <laughs> That's AJ Scratch. <laughs> I knew you'd... Yeah, I thought you were going to do hate rape, right? No, I, that was that was low hanging. My balls, your chin. Oh, because my balls, because your chin isn't low hanging. <laughs> Mine aren't. Mine aren't. <laughs> Mine aren't I just hear about Jaws constantly in the toilet <laughs> yeah, water. It's not so. fun. Not fun. I wish it on no one. <laughs> I even, even Guy Fieri would be like, what? what I wouldn't give him the low balls in the Here's water. Here's a dip for you, guy. There's nothing, Brady, and you're going to like, there's nothing worse than having a nice movement. And uh, when you when Raising. you clamp it off and it just rubs down, oh. it, 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 the tip falls all the way and just <laughs> leaves a racing stripe all the way down into the thing. They're everywhere. I can't keep them. They're, it's awful. You got truck nuts. Large testicles. <laughs> skin. Not even the testicles. I just got the skin. It looks like a turkey that's been outside too long. Uh, mine is because I can't Sarah stop. By. Jessica yeah. Parker's <laughs> yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker, if you took her bones out. That's what. My... <laughs> Actually, no. My scrotum, my scrotum's still better looking than that. Uh, uh, mine is because I can't stop listening to this band. It won't end. And I don't know what's going on with me. But this will be more palatable. You guys all pick songs that would scare an, an audience. You have to be more mainstream and seal the deal by Volbeat. It's just ready to go. It's motivated. we got to seal the deal. You fail this thing. Whole season was a waste of time. So let's get out there and get this done. Plus, then let's boogie for a while. It needs to be a phrase we all say more. Well, you have changed since the concert. They've, they've touched it. I know. Oh, they're amazing. I can't stop listening. I didn't change. I liked them before. All I heard was share. <laughs> and now I like share. I wonder if I would like share songs now. Yes. That's Ben Bush. Ben will play it. I'll go into his office later and find out if I dig share. All right, there you go. Volbeat sealed the deal. So that's what we're doing today. Uh, we'll we'll uh, vote. I guess you can email Holmberg at 98kupd.com or we'll text 97936. Those will be the two easy ones. Phones are pointless. Marcus, you in charge of the phones? No. Yeah. Just cut them loose. You just want to take that each. No, 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 absolutely not. They're just absolutely the internet. Useless in this room. Uh, and so you can, uh, you can, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. Text 97936. We'll keep track of it that way. Vote away. Who will it be? Brady, Whitehead, and Ammerstein's Static God, X. I love you. All right. Static X. Is, Mammy. Uh, smear everybody. I Mammy, how I love you. That's uh, <laughs> Brett chose Al Jolson. <laughs> Mammy, how I love you. No, you got Snot, My Balls, Your yep. Chin. You chose uh, Pulse of the Maggots by Slipknot, and I chose Volbeat. Seal the deal. What will be the motivating factor to push the suns forward, get us fans all rallied up. Rally the Valley, they say, Brady, and that's coming up. Congratulations to, to our Phoenix Suns, your Phoenix Suns, their Phoenix Suns. The best one we've ever had, 50-plus years. Al McCoy has never said that's the 63rd win of the Sun season until last night, so an accomplishment to be sure. Uh, you give us the votes. We'll find out who wins next. It's 98. All right, we're in the heart of Rock Wars right now. The song for the Suns about to make that playoff run. Regular season is over. You bumped the Lakers out last night. There's no reason to see any more starters. You got the last home game is Sunday against the Sacramento Kings. Got a game tonight against the Clippers. When the playoffs start? Uh, well, they got the play-in game coming up early next week, and then uh, I think next Thursday or Friday. Okay. I 
think round one begins. And the Suns could play the Clippers in round one. So tonight might be a uh, that's a dangerous team. The finals in October is that one? Yeah, something like that. I think they they run the, the playoffs run from early April all the way through summer. <laughs> <laughs> then they have their off season and they come back for the championship. It's crazy. Uh, so yeah, you got all sorts of stuff going. But the Suns are going to make their playoff run as the best Suns team of all time. It's very exciting for the city and for them and for we got the fever. So uh, we decided to have a, a, a song to motivate uh, through the playoffs, a rock song that could play in the arena maybe, or just in your head to go, this is it. Uh, and Brett chose the Snot, My Balls Your Chin. Marcus chose Slipknot, Pulse of the Maggots. Brady chose uh, Static, Static X. X, Destroy That Thing. And I chose Volbeat, uh, Seal the Deal. And uh, emails, Marcus won 10 to 5 to 5 over Brady and I tied. Brett only got two votes. Ooh. Hi, Larry. Uh, Toledo's left, so I have no idea what the other thing is. Here he is. Richard is back. Brady's got the text. Brady's got the text. Wow, he huh. knew it coming in. By uh, three votes over Brett. So All right, more. John Gordon, pick a number between one and three. Number three, he says. You haven't written him down yet. Nope. Start again. <laughs> we'll go with text. Why? Why would we go with text? Third one in. That's illegal. Yes. Dick. I see what's going on here. On the dick wheel. Tell you what, man. All right, never mind. John, come up here and pick one. Toledo's ruined it. Get up here. No, you can't just say, then text it is. Did Brett finally win the text? Yes, he finally Refresh Brady had it again. Yeah, I like no, Toledo's idea. I'm with, I'm with him on this one. Hey, what, man? You let this guy stay in charge of stuff. This is what happens, isn't it, dick? Spin the old dick wheel, land on whatever he says. He's in charge. Guten tag out. Uh, John Gordon will pick a winner because, damn it all, Dick didn't have his three things to write down. Go ahead. <laughs> it was a- uh, all choices were fantastic. Thank today. you, John. This was one of the better rock wars we've had in a long time because Brady actually played. That's right. And he played uh, knowledgeably. But First time this year. This time, we got to give it to Marcus May. Yes. yes. Pulse of the Maggots is the winner, Marcus. Host of Into the Pit. <sighs> I got no complaints about that one being played. For some reason, Static X Destroy All has already been added to the playlist here. And? Oh, did you get them all in there? Oh, you I sure did. I tried to get them in there, yeah. That's what that's you were what, doing. That's what I was Let's just to play do. them all. The hell with it. Except you didn't get the one that won. Well, that's because they're not in the system. We'll that's what wait. I was trying to do. Let me just delete you what you've done. called me back in. Let me just quickly. Slap him. <laughs> yeah. That you know what? It is time you, you took it. there. Slap. That's, it's about time you took a slap, I think. It's a... Uh, that's it. I'm get your name slap you. out of my effing I mouth. You. I slap you. Oh, I slap, slap, slap you. Slapping you, slapping you silly because you disrespected me. Yeah, there it is. Slapped you. All right, there. So you got it ready? Yeah. Congratulations, Marcus. Thank you. Marcus gets the big win this week. And the Suns are going to, you know. You guys think they win it all? End of the season? No. You don't? <laughs> yeah, it's a safe bet to say no. Yeah. They've it's an Arizona team. It. The West, they've, the West exactly. They've never done it. The West is top-heavy, but top-heavy in a big way. The East is more e- There's 11 teams over 500 in the East, but all of them beat each other, yeah, beat each and other. none of them look all that impressive. I'd still be worried about Milwaukee. I absolutely hate the idea of playing Memphis. Hopefully Memphis plays the Clippers in the first round and the Clippers get healthy. Right. The Clippers, with all their guys back, are scary. Not worried about Brooklyn? No. Very beatable team. Yes, John, I agree. <laughs> Marcus is ready. <laughs> well, my basketball acumen? That's right. Uh, all right. So anyway, you got ready? Yeah. Pulse of the Maggots. Marcus is the big winner. You can listen to him Sunday nights, 9 to midnight on The Satan Show. Right here, 98 KUPD. It's a 950. Larry hates fat chicks. Kara hates the blacks. And Marcus wins. Rock Wars. Pulse of the Maggots. It's 98. Ah, there you go. 
Pulse of the maggots. That's solid. Yeah, you don't want to be uh, doing any exercising or bike riding or driving while that song's on because you will find yourself in a single car accident up against the light pole going a thousand miles an hour. Great stuff, though. Uh, congratulations, Marcus Mang, this week's winner in Rock Wars. And speaking of the sun, somebody emailed over this. Uh, Sean uh, has nailed it. Said, have you noticed ever since the Suns got that group blowjob from that girl, they've been on a roll. I forgot her name. We got to get her name and do that for the Cardinals. Or for God's sakes, uh, go Brady for the win. Does he want Brady to do this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because he Brady might blow- bring Brady on the winning side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do that. But yeah, if you if you remember back in the, uh, the, the pandemic NBA bubble down in Orlando, the Suns as a team received... A blowjob from she went on a podcast to talk. She talked about blowing the whole Suns team, like they were lined up, ready to go, knocking on the door, and everybody go in. And they have they didn't lose a game in the bubble. They were eight and zero, didn't make the cut there. Last year they end up in the NBA Finals. This year looking pretty sharp, best record in basketball. And it all started right there. Sarver needs to put that broad on the payroll. Yeah, yeah. and he's in enough heat for that kind of stuff. But (laughs) at least if you're going to get in trouble for it, do it right. She said the Mercury are next. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Brady. That's right. She's going to blow the Mercury. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the imagery. So bad. You know what I picture every time a Mercury, uh, like if I walked in the Mercury locker room, I would just hear Ving Rhames. <laughs> we have the meat. <laughs> just Arby's everywhere. Oof. Like every third one's dipped in that barbecue sauce. Because, you know. The horsey sauce? Well, no, the horsey sauce would never exist. Oh, that's true. Barbecue sauce every 28 days. I guess there'd some be with mayonnaise. Not with that team. She's a good doctor. Well, I'm going to go home now. I don't want to be alive anymore. Anyway, thanks for bringing up the Mercury's pants down, Brady. That's a nice thing. But go Suns. Only Brady could ruin a blowjob that quickly. Yeah. My God. We're celebrating something as beautiful as an entire professional sports team receiving oral sex from a lady. And it's like the movie The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh. They all discovered they were Pisces. They came together as a group and ended up winning like crazy. This team discovered we all love blowjobs from this one particular girl. It united them. And forever, uh, they will be known as the best sons team. Uh, And then Brady brought up ruining that. With uh, Mercury blowjobs. Good times. I would French kiss Guy Fieri while he ate one of his own meals before I'd ever want to see a Mercury with her pants down. I don't want to see any of uh, uh, Mercury's with their pants down. I've seen it. I, when I used to cover it when the Mercury's first season, I was down on one knee with a microphone in the face of their point guard at the time. And, they used to do is let the girls go shower and then come back and put a pair of shorts and a t-shirt on so the media could come talk to them. And I was, uh, she was in a chair. Down under. And I was on one knee. She's answering all the questions. Yeah, gave it 110%. Gave it a real go. And I looked down and her shorts were hanging down and whoosh, saw right in there. You could have interviewed that player. And then I just heard, let's hope that old man got to the tractor beam. Like, what's going on? And we shot womp rats. <laughs> I was on a different planet. Horrifying. Anyway, it's time for the entertainment troll. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Self-defense training that uh, will make you a better person. Sheepdog, that's what you need to be. You don't need to be a sheep. 
uh, especially if your neighbors with Leroy Johnson. Uh, you don't want to be a person who's a victim for crying out loud. You want to be a sheepdog. How about the sheepdog that stopped Leroy Johnson from getting that poor little lamb? That's how that worked. And uh, you can be that same sheepdog. All you got to do is get on down there and work uh, with the folks that will teach you how to be smarter, better, more capable, just less victimized every day. You don't realize it, but bad guys are always get uh, their head on a swivel looking for somebody who's not really paying attention. That phone of yours is an absolute nightmare. I see people at gas stations all the time just staring straight down at their phone. Nobody, anybody could walk up to them. No, no uh, idea of the periphery. And uh, anybody can do it, especially at night. Just always have your head up. Keep your eyes open. Uh, That's part of it. Just your posture is enough to make people go, ah, that person looks like they might be aware. They're looking for somebody who's not paying attention. They're trying to victimize you. Don't be that person. It's easy to learn uh, how many things you're doing that you think are just normal are uh, real signs to bad guys that let you know, oh, there's somebody that I could possibly tap. Uh, And don't be that person. They have a Street One seminar this weekend that's absolutely out of this world. You have to be part of it to know it. And, uh, and the training is ridiculous. You just become a better person. Put more things in your tool belt that will make you smarter, more confident, and less apt to be tapped. That's the deal. Uh, check it out. ReactDefense.com. The home of tactical black self-defense training. Brady, entertain. Forbes uh, put out their list of the 2,668 billionaires. That's a lot. That's a long list. And Rihanna. Just in the U.S.? In the world. Oh, okay. The U.S. Uh, has a majority of them. Oh, yeah. Rihanna's have, a billionaire? Yeah, she's got that makeup line. Oh, that's right. Which is uh, put her net, net worth around $1.7 Jeez, she's that's bigger than I thought. I thought she was just barely creeping over. Elon Musk is number one, $219 billion. He took over the top spot by he did. quite a bit then. By $50 billion. Yeah, remember when it used to be like 60 and 70 That was five or six years ago. Um, Kanye is uh, number fifteen, number one thousand five hundred thirteenth ranked. And I don't want to hear from anybody going. The income gap is ridiculous, and the rich just keep getting. You invent electric cars and spaceships. That <laughs> stop it. You're gonna you're gonna accidentally make billions of dollars when you invent a like new stuff like that. World changing. Yeah, yeah, when you when you change Earth and everything about us, and you're the singular person that did it. What does he need all that for? He doesn't. It's just falling on him now because the thing he invented, we can't get enough of. The dude from Amazon's the same way. We keep abusing his product and then folding our arms up going, he's making too much money. Stop using it then. Well, I can't. It's awesome. Right. You, you probably heard about Elon Musk's recent uh, investment. He bought uh, 9% of Twitter. No. He's the 9%? largest. Yes. Nine, being in, having 9.2% stake in Twitter, he's the largest Owner of stock there. Let's say how much that is worth. Um, it's what is that got to be? Three hundred million or something around there. Yeah, they they put him on the board of directors as long as he doesn't own more than fourteen point nine percent, and he so he can have the nine point two percent. Can't go over fourteen until twenty twenty four. Why? I wonder why. Can't have that much and be on the board. Got no idea. Yes. Yes. So. And then, so he's the largest minority owner. No, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what he was like. Do they have that? Yeah, no, he would have to. Yeah, be, because, yeah, because you, you got to have a majority. The CEO probably yeah. has Loads. a good chunk of it. Um, Elon Musk is going to be in a in the courtroom on court TV because Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's defam- defamation case case is, is happening. Right. Fifty 
million dollar defamation lawsuit against Amber. And Court TV decided to pick it up, and they're going to... Solid. So you'll have... Uh, Star-packed court stuff. Elon Musk, James Franco. This is good. Maybe Benedict Cumberbatch. Musk is the no, uh, he's majority not. shareholder now. Nine, his 9% is he's right. the majority. Amount so of everybody stock. else is under 9. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Robert Downey Jr. co-wrote a book about adopting a more environmentally friendly diet. Says it. Uh, it's not based on fad diets or radical shame. Go ahead, Brady. Say it before it eats you alive. <laughs> it's coming down Fifty Second Street. There it comes. It's I like it, it's like the Oscar yeah, Mayer mobile. You know what he's thinking. Go ahead. Should have seen it coming. Brady. Nope. Do you want me to the say it for you? The book is called Cool Food. Uh-oh. More iron there in you your diet. <laughs> 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 From the Iron Man. Erasing your carbon footprint one bite at a time. There's mm-hmm. a co-author, Thomas Costigan. He says Holding the book back. will teach us to do Something's our part. There. I already Something's said the joke, there. you morons. No, no, but he's got a backup. He's got a backup. Yours is better than the one he had. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what he had. That's what, what I was thinking. About. What is his then? I don't know. But you can't pretend you know. Yeah. And then no, if that, I didn't pretend I know. I know that he's holding something If you're going to pretend he's got a joke, you have to know the joke. Otherwise, he's got you. I assumed he was going to go more iron in your diet, so I knew the hack joke he was going to throw. You guys are hacks. He's and I knew it when back. I said it. I don't care what anybody says. When I knew, I knew when he said it when I said, you've got it in there. <laughs> All right. It was, it was tumbling around in there. It was being agitated. Pull this up, Brett or Toledo, yeah. real quick. August Alcina has a new single about his entanglement with Jada Pink. That's the kid friend. Yeah. Of, uh, Jada Bang. It's called uh, Shake the World. Mm. And he basically kind of talks about that's it um we got a commercial here my friend uh winston texts me uh, when the whole slap happy thing happened and he goes uh if will's this mad in march how mad's he gonna get with august and i didn't know that was the name of the the dude and i'm like i don't get it and he, he sent me the picture of the guy and then right after it seemed like right after that i got all the pictures of jada and that guy Together, like in in Hancock, they were separated. The reflection they were the, separated at the time. No, they weren't, because she went back on there and said, "We have an agreement." He was okay with it. Ready? Oh, is this it? Yeah, this, this is shake oh, the world. Is it going to have a? I don't know. All right. Well, let's speak on that. Red dyed on my back, I became a target. I'm flawed, but flawless. That's what makes me August. I'm hotter than an eight month summer in Charlotte. And I'm great, no debate, no room for bargain. Really walking like I talk to y'all, just be bargain. I'm a shorty. Sounds great. No wonder Jada couldn't resist. Are you kids done with the Legos? Uh, a, a, a August, can uh, can I see you for a second? Mom, we're playing. Come on. Oh, we're gonna. Be I want to talk to your friend for a second, Jaden. Here, I bought you more Legos. Build a Millennium Falcon. I'll be right back. <laughs> she went and banged her son's friend. You imagine if I ever wandered in on Marcy with my buddy Mark. Oh, I remember once Mark's mom. Mark's mom. We were all in our early twenties, and Mark's mom was. Uh, she's a lovely lady, and she was in the. Uh, we brought this other guy named Mark over. It was a friend of ours that Mark met at his. He worked at a job at South Mountain, and we brought, went over. And I remember how uncomfortable it was just with Mark's mom saying, "Whoa, who's that? Oh, that's your son's friend." She didn't even say anything bad. It was just assumed that she was interested for half a second. I'm like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. We had it happen at uh, Ohio University 
oh, one that's of the right. mom's weekends. The guy's back. Mom was saying, yeah. Next morning, fraternity brother goes by the room. There she is. Oh, God. In the frat Hi, house? Thomas. In the frat house. In the frat house. With her son's frat? Yeah, fraternity brother. So yeah. her son was in there, too? It was great for the Sunday night meeting, talking yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. Because the guy stands up. I'd like to thank Mike Thomas's mom for a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Did it sound like this? I'd love to thank Mike Thomas's mother. Close. Tom Brenneman banged your mom. One room down. Do I know him? Uh, I met this guy. It wasn't Scummy Dick Douglas. <laughs> it wasn't Scummy Dick. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's what fraternities are good for. Banging your mom and all. There you go. Uh, that's it. We're done. Larry McFeely's coming up next. Uh, Marcus is on Sunday nights, 9 to midnight. It's called Into the Pit. Marcus hosts your way through plumbing sounds for three solid hours of a Sunday night on a very, very large radio station in a major market. <laughs> but you've been getting away with it for a long time. How long have you done that now? It's be a long uh, time. It'll be 19 years oh, in June. Sweet Jesus. And you haven't done it yet. See, there goes the argument that that stuff costs you to do crimes or kill yourself. Right. right? Yeah. I haven't got caught. I mean, don't <laughs> do them. We're all done. You guys have yourselves a great day. Larry's coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever. Friends. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.